$60 fucking uh, holster. 260 fucking bucks. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. But they're nice because, oh, yeah. you know, I was talking to my boy Seychaw about it. And I was like, because I, I showed him, you know, finally put the weapon line on the Glock. And he was like, oh, yeah, dude. He's like, um, he's like, yeah, that's fucking dope. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, I just get another holster now because the holster I had was for a non light bearing fucking shit, which I can still buy an Omnivore and it's yeah. still good. But uh, I just want to get something specifically for the Glock that's not in the waistband, something I could p- actually put on my fucking yeah. my battle belt and um, have that. Well, you can still do set. that with Omnivore. No, I know I can, but I'm saying, like, you know, I, I I really want a Safari Line holster. I want to treat my Glock right, especially if I'm talking about you know getting a different slide for it, getting fucking suppressor height, fucking sights, getting a fucking threaded barrel for a fucking suppressor, and then mm-hmm. you know to just doing it up. Like I, I really want that thing to be fucking like fit. I want it to I want it to be you know good, <laughs> but. You know, maybe not a threaded barrel, man. I don't know, because I mean, I don't, I don't ever anticipate myself buying, buying a suppressor unless Texas, you know, wins that fucking lawsuit, and we can get suppressors made here in Texas. If that wins, then yeah, hell yeah, well, I'll fucking get a suppressor. Oh, yeah, I want a suppressor. I'll get a suppressor for the AR, for both ARs. Get a suppressor for the fucking pistols. You know, what I'm saying like I will, I'll spend the money. Three <laughs> may not. Don't let it. us, don't let us win the lottery. Basically. Yeah, basically. All right, yeah, let's bring all the shoes. Oh. Oh. Good old dead head. Want to toss me a beer, buddy? Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, just put it on the floor. See ya. Yep. All right, let's officially get started. All righty, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar Shock. It is just myself and good old Fabian. And we're continuing with our Halloween-themed uh, spirits. This one we are quite excited about. I'm very excited for. I'm extremely excited for it, too. So I yeah. bought the fucking bottle. I was like, yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Because yeah. we were doing the rum, and I was like, I was like, did you get that? And you're like, eh. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. It's spirit Halloween time. I'll buy this fucking bottle. And um, we're fucking drinking it, man. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when we were doing rum, I wanted to kind of do it, too. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? It, it didn't really seem the right time for it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, hey, I'm glad we held out because, like, this is, perfect. you know, perfect, yeah. perfect for the month. You know? Um, like I said, you know, Halloween is fucking... It's my jam, dude. It's my shit, dude. All right, so with that, we're going to go ahead and tell you guys about this bottle. So would you take it away, Fabian? Yes. So the spirit of the week is a deadhead aged rum. So wash off the bat here. Um, so the deadhead rum, so with it being aged, it is, is aged six years. It's a six-year aged fucking rum, and it contains... Pot and pot. Oh, pot. <laughs> and column still with single blended rum made with sugar, cane juice, and molasses. Molasses. Was this Hecho in Mexico? So this is actually a, this is a Mexican rum. That is interesting. I did not expect that. But it does not have any kind of uh, reviews or like anything on the back saying, hey, yeah, fucking voodoo and shit like that. Ah! Hmm. Smells good. Let me see if I can find something on the interwebs about the deadhead room. Oh, okay. I will say that the, the glass is thick. Yeah, it is. It's thick as fuck. I, I said, okay, so we're going to do this one a little different. Those of you on YouTube will kind of know what we're doing. Um, 
Spotify, jump over to YouTube. Um, normally we take a shot or a shooter of this stuff. Um, this time, Fabian wants to mix it up a little bit. So what I'm going to do, he can do it differently if he wants to. I'm going to take a shot of it first, and then I'll mix it, and then kind of compare the two. Yeah, I'm going to do that as well. But okay. So while you're looking oh, up... They got another one. So this is one of the dead heads. The other one is a fucking monkey head. Ooh. So that's fucking dope. But it doesn't really... Learn more. Doesn't have an about. Oh, yes, except settings, fucker. Our finest single blended rums are made with sugar. Yada yada yada. Learn more. What makes it all unique other than the bottle? Fuck that. Fine aged rum from the jungles of Chapayas. Chapayas. Yes, yeah, so our single blended six year aged cask. Aged rum has a rich amber hue and a bouquet saturated with the aromas of coffee, chocolate, allspice, cinnamon, and nutmeg, all which carry through the palate along with the flavors of clove, anise, and caramel all play in, play in stupendous balance. Long, spicy finish. An, ex an excellent sipping rum. Assertive aromics and brilliant flavors make it a great choice for use in classic tiki cocktails. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So this is more of like a regular chocolate rum. And this, this little monkey head one, this is dark chocolate. Oh, So it's okay. a little bit darker. And then, oh, look at this. It even tells you how to make certain cocktails. Dead and stormy, straw, bestios. And what website is that? Is that the Deadhead website? Yeah, deadheadrealm.com. Okay. Um, yeah, Tiki Cup, Shark Attack, Atomic Iguana, Jesus. Zombie, V is for Victory, The Witch Doctor, Tahitian X, uh, man, some of this shit I can't pronounce. <laughs> so either ways, this, this shit can be mixed a lot. Ooh, Deadly Mary. That looks fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, right. dude, holy shit. Yeah, they got a lot. Guys, check out that website. Yeah, they, Deadhead like, Rum. If you're going to get the Deadhead Rum, you go to their About Us or uh, Learn More section, and they have a fuckload of just, hey, this is how you make... Good shit with our shit. Yep, they literally click on it, right? So I just clicked on this dark citrus one just to check it out, right? Two ounces of Deadhead Dark Chocolate Rum, four dashes of Hella Orange Bitters, over mud muddled raw sugar cubes, add ice, grease orange oil over ice and rim of glass then garnish with orange peel that's some fancy shit that's some fancy shit that's some fancy shit for it being a fucking deadhead man alright let's try it as a shot <sighs> that smells good okay not what I was expecting Not what I was expecting. Definitely, definitely has the spicy in, like it was saying. Oh yeah, definitely does. Um, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. No, I was honestly expecting like, oh, why are we doing this? It's definitely a mixed drink kind of thing. No, that's no. what I was expecting. It's um, for it being a rum, it's not as good as the the Boomba 
or Boom Boo or whatever the Boomba. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as good as that, but this is still relatively good for being what it is. Um, and the bottle looking the way it is. I can definitely see myself sipping on this for sure over some rocks, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. That's it's not bad. It's not fucking bad for the price point that I bought it at, so. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Shall we try it with some uh, cola? Yeah, sure, man. All right, let's try this with some cola. Right, and don't, yeah, guys, don't judge my points, girls, okay? I'm not a bartender. Haven't been one in a long time. Yeah, that's a fair amount. I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah, you did. Pretty good. Yeah. Kiss my ass, fuckers. Fuck, dude, this cork, though. This cork is something else. Like, oh, hammer of God to get it in. Dude, that just looks like Coke now. That <laughs> <laughs> just looks like Coke. Well, I want it to be a fucking mixed drink, dude. Yeah, so I, we fancy today. Yeah, we is. Yeah, cheers. Salute. Oh, yeah, I'm about to take like a shot. <laughs> what am I doing? That compliments are very well. Okay, was well, that like about half and half, right? Yeah, it was more than half. Coke is more than half. Barely, probably. But even still, you can taste the rum in it. You can taste it, but it's not. The cherry and vanilla really complement that. Let's roll it around. Let's roll it around. I really legitimately think I could I could do that. Like, have this. That's on, good. Yeah. Have this on a regular basis. This, yeah, that's this good. particular rum and then cherry vanilla Coke, dude. Yeah, that's good. I could definitely fucking drink this all the time. I'm glad you only brought like a little thing of Coke because. Yeah. We, 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 we probably finished the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to be making myself more of this throughout the fucking podcast. This shit is really yeah, good. Yeah, this shit is good. This shit is good. It, okay, so for a, sh- a shot for a shooter, I'd, I'd rank it a three. Yeah, like middle, a sol- middle, middle of the road. Three. Middle of the road, for sure. A solid for sure. three. It's, it's not the best we've had. Like, the Boomba so far is by yeah. far the best run we've ever had. Yeah, that shit is so fucking good. And But this one, it, it's a good contender. I'll... I would not complain if somebody brought this over to the house. Oh, absolutely not. I would not complain. I would not complain if we went to a party and somebody was like, hey, you want something to dead Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, yeah, bring that shit on. I, I like it. You know, I, I'm happy with it. As a mix with some cherry vanilla cola, um, this shit dangerous. This, oh, yeah. This, this shit's a five. And, and what I think it is, I think it's the, the mixture of like all the, the um, flavors that are inside of it. Um, they mesh very well with just yeah. in general Coca-Cola, but yeah. um, but that cherry vanilla Coke that adds a little bit extra. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The vanilla kind of mellows out with the chocolate flavoring inside of it, and the cola just fits with everything else. You know, cherry's just good. So, um, so as a shooter, I would, I, as a shooter, I would probably give this like a three point five. I, I I do genuinely like it. I've had some pretty rough rums. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you had to choose between Kraken and Deadhead, I'm certain oh. you would choose fucking Deadhead. Just because I have a bad pass. Right, right. It, Kraken is so good. Like, Kraken, see, yeah, Kraken is good, but me and Kraken got history. Yeah, me too. That's why I love it. <laughs> hey, old chum. How you yeah, doing? How you doing, you son of a bitch? But, um, no, this stuff is really fucking good, it dude. Is. I, I, I think I made a solid fucking choice. You man. did. You did. I'm really tempted to try the uh, the monkey one. The dark, the dark chocolate one? Yeah. Dark chocolate one now. 
See, they don't have that at Specs, but I imagine if you looked around, you could fucking find it. Or at least order it online, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, that that just the monkey head itself looks really fucking cool. But that, you know what I'm saying? For the price point, which I think I paid like $38 for that, after tax is like maybe $40. Not a bad price. Not a bad price. And it's a cool bottle. Yeah, it's a solidly fucking cool bottle. I genuinely fucking enjoy that. Brie fucking hates it. So anything I love, Brie, she's going to be like, fuck that. That shit's fucking... Well, they say opposites attract, so... Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, you know, like, she's my light... She's the light to my dark, you know? Like, I like fucking fucked up... Like, dude, shit, dude, the movie I was watching this morning. Fucking (laughs) shit, man. It's on that horror iceberg list I was telling you about. Uh, It's called Tetsudo uh, Iron Man. Yeah, um, dude, that shit was fucking crazy. It's not anything Brie would like, but it's, like, it's body horror. Um, it's there. body horror. Like, over time, the body's, like, fucking morphing into the scene you can't even recognize. Um, like, dude's dick becomes, like, a giant fucking, like, drill thing, and then he, like, fucks his girlfriend and, like, kills her with it. Like, it's it's all kinds of fucked up crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, it's mad crazy. Mad fucking crazy, but... No, um... Yeah, dude. This shit is really good. I... God, dude. I just I genuinely like this. Dude, okay. So moments like these make me really appreciate the fact that we started this podcast. Oh, yeah. Because we would have never... We were like, oh, that's badass. But we were like, nah, we can't justify the prize. Right, 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 right. But now we're like, oh, we're doing it for the show. We're doing it for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to bring you guys content to, yeah. you know, consume. And we were getting a little bit out of it because we getting... Uh, a little buzz off of this stuff. Not now, but... Sometimes. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Um, <laughs> moonshine. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it opens up our palettes to stuff. Like, I would have ne- never recommended Boomba to anybody. Yeah, because I wouldn't have known what it is. Yeah. Like, I would, like, my go-to rum, you know, would have been fucking Captain Morgan. Yeah. Or Kraken. Yeah, or like... Um, yeah, Captain Morgan or Kraken. Yeah. yeah, Captain Morgan Kraken. My go-to whiskey. Which I already knew about, like, Let's Lingers, right? I already yeah. knew about that, but you did know. Yeah, that. I didn't you know. You know what I'm saying? Your go-to might have been, you know, maybe Jameson or, you know, some fucking Jim, some Jim or, you know, some Jack. You know what I mean? Um, and not to say that those companies don't make good quality shit, because they really do. Yeah, they do. But this has forced us outside of that comfort zone yeah. of drinking what we normally drink. It, it, you know, even that month where we did different beers, you know, we got to try different things that I've actually come to really fucking like. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, that one beer we drank, The Devil's Backbone, mm-hmm. I was telling you mm-hmm. right before we started the, the podcast, mm-hmm. that... Um, Dude, fuck. Man, yeah, we definitely is. need to get some of that before the month is up because I oh, think yeah. that fits. Yes, for... that absolutely fucking fits. In fact, I think we should do that that beer the uh, the week of Halloween. Yeah, I think the so week too. of Halloween. I think we should get you know two six packs and just Devil's Backbone. Let's fucking go. And then yeah. whatever spirit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, just, so, I just. So if you guys like this, you know, yeah. you know, comment, subscribe, all that kind of bullshit. Hit the. Uh, Notification bell, so you know when we post up a new episode. It should be at least once a week. Yeah, um, absolutely once a week. Um, if you guys really, if you guys have tried any of the stuff that that we, you know, if, with us just starting the YouTube channel, um, and uh, you know, if you go back and listen to all our old podcasts, if you guys, you know, hear us, you know, trying a particular type of spirit, and you go and try it, comment down below. Let us yeah, know. Let yeah, us know what sure. it is. Out of all the spirits that we've tried, which ones have you grabbed? Which mm-hmm. ones have you tried? Do you agree, disagree with our, um, 
if you agree disagree with our our reviews of them you know do you have your own take on it definitely comment below let us know interact you know we'll we'll definitely try to get back to you guys and comment back yeah. and, and if you have and if you have any suggestions for anything oh anything, yeah yeah please yeah. let us know because we'd definitely love the feedback yeah at this point now where we're at i think we're definitely a lot more open to suggestions and taking a look at certain things yeah you know? don't obviously you know if it's a three thousand dollar bottle of fucking whiskey we can't afford that yeah. we're not at that point yet however maybe one day with maybe. your guys' support yeah. and you know with growing the channel the community you know hopefully we can do so mm-hmm. you know and that's growing the community and growing the podcast all the you know growing the podcast all together whether that's on spotify or on youtube you know just the overall yeah what we're trying to accomplish we're trying to create content for you guys to consume and enjoy and speaking of growing the, uh, the show and everything i was just on his show on his twitch which was yes. really fun that shit was actually that was a blast you know what i'm saying um so, like, Castle Crashers is one of those things. So, me and me and Nate, we played Castle Crashers. Um, I remember playing that back on the 360 in, like, 10th grade and high See, I've never played it. I've never played it. Yeah, so, like, I had a friend named Jerry, and he's the one who actually showed it to me. He had it on his Xbox 360, because I had a PlayStation 2. Play, yeah, PlayStation 2. I didn't get a PlayStation 3 until, like, my junior year in high school. But, um, you know, up until that point, all I had was, like, my PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I was playing the same shit on my PlayStation 2. I was playing Kingdom Hearts. I was playing fucking Guitar Hero. You know, fucking all that shit. And um, when I played that, I was like, dude, this is so fucking cool. Like, it... I played side-scrolling beat-em-ups, you know what I'm saying, like Double Dragon, uh, River City Ransom, shit like that, you know, the you know TMNT, um... So I like side-scrolling beat-em-ups, you know, fucking Streets of Rage and shit like that. But this was, like, the first time that was something that was styled. It was stylistically, it was different from anything I had played. Yeah. And at that point in time, I really thought side-scrolling beat-em-ups were kind of like in the past, you know, on the Sega, on the Nintendo, um, you know, the Nintendo fucking... You know, Super Nintendo shit like that. So when he busted out and handed me a 360 controller, and then I'm like, oh fuck, this is side. Oh shit, this is side scrolling beat 'em up, but with like weapons and shit, and like <laughs> this is really, really fucking weirdly styled, but I fucking like it. So yeah. yeah, it was a blast, dude. It was honestly, it was honestly a blast. Like you know, and, and again, you know, it for for me, it was good to introduce Nathan to the. Concepts like the things that I have to deal with as a streamer, the things that like the balancing of trying to, dude, yes, dude, yeah, that was difficult as shit. Like that was like the main. I was like, guys, I am trying to focus on this game, <laughs> but you're, I'm getting like the notifications or like the the messages from people like commenting this. I was like, oh, cool, hey, let me tell you about this, blah 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 blah. Oh shit, I'm gonna attack, oh, damn it, fucking damn, and that. And then I start focusing on like playing the game. I'm like, wait, I'm not saying nothing. I need to start talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a hard balance. It is, because bro, it is. When I initially started, I would do that a lot because when I play games, like I get very concentrated on what I'm doing. Yeah. Especially if it's a more difficult game, I'm like, like, what the oh, shit, fuck, I just fucking sit there and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, hold up, yeah, oh let me go back to the comments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so and so, hey, so and so. You know, and probably by that time they've already left the chat. Cause typically, people the thing is with streaming. In order for people to you know really be like on your shit on the streams you gotta be you, you know people want that interaction yeah. that's why they come to watch yeah, like hey if I, if I message you you better fucking respond yeah basically yeah. you know and it's a give and take though it's a give and take and that you want a good community that'll support you regardless because I have people who will come through and they do what's called lurking they'll mm-hmm. be like hey man glad to see your stream in haven't talked to you in a while fucking it's good to see you stream man I'm at work right now but I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with a lurk so they will continue to view the, the, the stream while they're working you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like just have listen it to it, yeah, have it playing, listen to it, or just turn the volume down and just give the support so that way I have my views. Yeah. Um, 
and hopefully one day I can break through the algorithm and someone they'll be like, hey, we recommend this streamer, and I'm just gonna they're be like, who the fuck is this asshole with a non finished beard? And I'm be like, hey, I'm the guy with the no with like the not full beard, but I'm trying, okay? <laughs> fuck judgment. We should get you one of those um, those little roller things that's supposed to like help exfoliate your skin to grow the beard more. And no, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna shave all this off and just leave this here like mutton chops. Okay. Bree doesn't want it. I told her, I was like, what I was thinking about doing was shaving all the hair off and just doing the stash. Stash. Just the clean stash just long enough along my lips. And she's like, for the love of Christ, please don't. <laughs> like star. Uh, yeah. Basically, you know, but yeah, so um, we, we are grateful to you guys. I know, you know, mm. we, that's something we don't say too often. And I really, and I have, I really haven't done that for a while on my stream. Um, but, you know. You guys are what makes us, you know, you guys are what, you know, drives us to want to make this content. Yeah. So, you know, from us to you, we're, we're very grateful. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. channel for YouTube is still really small. The podcast itself, it is still growing. And even for my viewers and my, you know, my viewers of my, my uh, YouTube channel and for my Twitch, you know, for you guys, I am extremely thankful. I'm extremely grateful to have your support and for you guys to continue to support my content because I'll be honest with you, I'm not like these other streamers out there, you know, I don't have really bubbly, funny, per- I mean I'm funny but like in a fucked up way funny like like a fucking, like a fucking asshole So you, you, you got the dark humor corner Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know the thing is my content's not for everybody it's not for everybody where I'm just like oh yeah, dude, so happy positive I'm just like, man, fuck that shit Fuck, man. Yeah, like, whenever we post, uh, whenever I'm posting stuff up to the YouTube, it asks, you know, is this channel, is this episode, uh, like, family-friendly or kid-friendly? Yeah, no, definitely fucking, fucking not. Definitely not. not. We will never say we're kid-friendly. We will never be like that because we are very blunt. We are, we don't hold back a lot. Um, yeah, you know? It, it can get kind of intense sometimes, guys. Yeah, basically, you know, I mean, the thing is, we're not here to really sugarcoat shit. You know, we're, we're blue-collar shock, man. We just want to bellyache about the shit, you know, the blue-collar worker, and, you know, ultimately, again, bring, just try to bring as fun a content to you guys as possible, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, at the same time, have fun. Because the, 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 I think the thing that people tend to forget as they, can, as they continue to grow, um, especially, I think in streaming and just, like, being a content creator in general, um, it stops being about just doing it for being, like, for being you, for having fun, you know, doing something you enjoy. Yeah. And then once the profit starts to come in, then it becomes more like a job. Yeah. You know, once you start to have that little bit of financial shit coming in, and you're like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I'm actually making money with this. I got to continue to, like, this, this, okay, so you put out a hundred podcasts, but this one podcast did, like, fucking, you know, your normal, let's say your normal thing's like 50 listens, right? But then you see that this one podcast did a thousand listens. You're like, oh, fuck, well, I need to go back and listen to that. What did we do? that really created that magic for people to say hey fuck man i really like the content and then you start trying to make it more about that and you stop having fun with it and start saying well hey you know i think i found the little piece of magic i need to grow and then you start trying to basically personify off of that mm-hmm. and continue to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you start start forcing. Yeah, you start forcing the content to go in a way that's like, you know, you might have an idea, but you're like, ah, it's not really going to mesh with the type of content that my viewers or listeners expect me to have. Yeah. You know, so that I think being upfront and, you know, being with being who you are and having your content just naturally grow or your community naturally grow off of that is the healthiest way because it keeps you mentally, it keeps you from from really getting down on yourself and from just 
forcing yourself to do shit you don't want to do you know what i'm saying i, I don't know like as a content creator like i stream because i think it's fun i do think it's fun i like to do that i like to engage and interact with people but you know i i do i stream with whatever the fuck i want to i want to stream you know what i'm saying so i stream the games that i like I, I don't stream what's popular now if i what i'm streaming just happens to be popular at that point in time then cool but if not you know hey fuck it it's whatever you know what i'm saying i'm doing this for me I, i'm doing this for me because i think it's fun and i want my community to have fun with me and enjoy the content while enjoying who i am because i'm never going to put on a fake fucking face oh no and you know be somebody i'm not yeah and then i don't think we've ever been about that here guys um like whenever we have guests on there, I was like, "Oh, what can we talk about?" I, I tend to ask every time we have guests, and if you want to come on, guys, let us know. I ask you, what one? What do y'all want to talk about? And then two, is there anything off limits that you're like, "Okay, guys, this is personal. This is just right. It's gonna me and my own." I'm like, "All right, cool, right, right, right. We're not gonna touch it." For the most part, though, everybody's always said, "We can talk about whatever. I don't give a fuck." All right, cool. What are you into? What do you do? Oh, I do this, I do that, or, you know, we're, I'm into this. I, I really enjoy this. You're really enjoying that run, aren't you? No. <laughs> Share the love, motherfucker. God, okay, so this is how you know we enjoyed this run, is because this is the first time we've gone back for seconds in a while. In a while, yeah, in, in, a, a, while. in a while. In a while. And, um, God damn. I'm telling you, dude, that cork is like. They want. They really want to make sure you you keep Seal it. the shit in there. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, we've always been kind of honest about who we are. Um, for the YouTube, it's a little. We are a little behind the Spotify guys. Um, we just want to bring you content, guys, of day to day shit. You know, bellyache about stuff that goes on in this world. Give you some liquor reviews because at the end of the day, every blue collar guy needs a drink. You know, even if it's just a beer or it's just right, right. It doesn't necessarily need to be spirits. We yeah. want to try spirits because. It's interesting. We're, we're alcoholics. Yeah, we're alcoholics. But <laughs> in all actuality, you know, he's right. At the end of the day, you know, if you've worked a really, you're you're at the end of your day, you're fucking tired, you've been bitched at work, and you have all this fucking shit that you want to fucking bitch about, man. You're fucking doing your work, and something came on the news, and you're like, motherfucker, dude. I don't fucking agree with that. Or shit, man, all this shit going on, I got something going on in my personal life, and fuck, man, I wish I had somebody to talk to about that. You know what I'm saying? I want, we, want, we want you guys to be able to come here and fucking feel like, man, you know what? Hey, these guys, I want to hear their fucking points. I want to hear them bellyaching, bitch, and maybe there's something you disagree with, and maybe there's something you agree with. You know, that's we want you guys to be able to fucking, like, interact with us and tell us, like, hey, yeah, fuck, dude, you know what? You made a really solid fucking point. Or, hey, that asshole Fabian, that little bitch, made a fucking, made a stupid fucking point, you know? And then we want to conversate about it. Let's let's fucking have a conversation about it. You obviously have something that you want to fucking bellyache about. You're a blue-collar guy. Come have a beer. Come have mm-hmm. a fucking beer. Come fucking take a shot. And at the end of the day, we'll have a conversation, and then that's it. You know what? We're fucking... Agree to disagree, or we agree and we move the fuck on like adults. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, we don't try to be political, but if something political comes up, we'll give you our point of view, but we're not so blind to the point where we, we'll be like, well, fuck you, your point's wrong. And it's like, okay, well, you know what? Hey, let me hear your counter argument to what it is that I said. Or, hey, you know what? I don't agree with, you, with what you said. Let me counter argue that because I have a fucking point that I think needs to be brought up, and it's not something that's really discussed a lot. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I fucked the one podcast. <laughs> Which one? The uh, the fucking Rope vs. Wade fucking podcast. Dude. That, so far, that will forever be our most intense episode. Yeah, that was a very, very intense very episode. Intense I will episode. agree. 
that was very intense. But at the end of the day, yeah, we winded up agreeing to disagree, but ultimately that didn't fucking... Like, for... I think for some content creators, that might have fucking split a partnership. You know? Oh, so, yeah. So, if fucking this general day and age, most people would have been like, fuck you, you know, fuck yeah, you. We fuck can't be fucking was... friends anymore. Yeah. You fucking see shit like this, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. Like, dude, we were just like, ah... You know what? Fuck it. We agree to disagree. Let's move on to something else and drink a beer. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, then, and then we move on. I think that's exactly how we handle it. At the end, we're like, all right, fine. We're moving on. We both cracked open another beer and we're like, all right, we're done. Yeah, fucking cheers it and fucking right, call, you know, call the what it was. You know, there was no fucking, there was no ill will towards each other. No. And I think as an adult, that's a convert. That's like, as an adult, being able to have a conversation and not harbor any ill will towards the other person for disagreeing with you is a fucking, it's a skill that people lack nowadays. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, people have this. It's not even ill will. People have, tend to have an animosity towards other people who disagree with them. It's just fucking bullshit. It's childish. It's immature, and it's not the way to handle something. You know what I'm saying? You can you can agree or you can disagree or you can whatever the fuck. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, let the person have their view. You have your views, and guess what? You can still be fucking friends, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I I remember. Um, I think that's Sean Ryan was talking about it. You know, how, like, social media and, like, I, I think the most divided this country has ever been was during the fucking whole COVID pandemic. You oh, have people yeah. fucking unfriend. Oh, you think about this about COVID. You think this about COVID. Well, fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, whatever your fucking views are on that, man. Like, look, at the end of the day, your health matters. If your health matters to you. You do whatever the fuck you think is necessary for you. Whether that was to get vaccinated or not to get vaccinated. Whether that was to stay the fucking side or go outside and fucking play in the fucking sun and have a fucking, you know, have a fucking hooker fest with blow and fucking whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it went from so happy and sunny to really Right. Really you fast. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ultimately when it comes down to it, I've always told Bree this, like, this shit's... Like, nothing, nothing about what a person does in their life bothers me. Whether they're straight, gay, black, white, Asian, Mexican, like, none of that shit matters. Like, if you're cool, I'm cool and we're cool. I don't really give a fuck, man. Yeah. You, life is too fucking short to live to please other fucking people man mm-hmm. do what do what you need to do for you because at the end of the day your happiness is is on you it's, that's it's your own on problem. you right it's on you 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 can't rely on other people to make you happy you know what i'm saying and so with that being said you shouldn't fucking rely so heavily on what other people say to get pissed off you know if you're pissed off about something be pissed off about it but don't use somebody else as an excuse for being fucking mad if you're mad just say it you're fucking mad i'm mad i'm mad you know what I'm saying? And it's not your fucking fault. What you said kind of triggered me, pissed me off, or whatever the fuck. But you know what? Ultimately, it's because the ultimate problem itself. It's not because of your view, but it's because of the general problem. And I think there's an issue, the underlying issue that needs to be resolved in order to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people don't have that mindset. It's ultimately, it's my, my way or the highway. highway. Yeah, yeah, fuck you exactly. type of shit. You know? Yeah, it is. And like, we've... I know we've hyped on this, harped on this before, but we're very open to everybody. Like, I don't give a fuck what race you are. I don't give a shit. We all bleed red. I don't give a shit what sexuality you are. We all like pleasure. I don't care. Yep. Just don't stick nothing in me. Right. Hey, yeah. We could. We could hang out. and we'll drink. We'll have a beer. I invite you to cook out. I don't care. Just, just don't stick nothing in me. Just don't touch my PPU or try to put anything in me. Bree will kill you. <laughs> you won't do nothing. Bree will kill you. Bree would kill him before I would. Probably, yeah. Bree would be like, that's my man! That's, Big no! That's my baby! Yeah, pretty much. Just, <laughs> that's my penis. But like, oh, shit, run! 
So, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, uh, I want to tell you guys, we went to the gun show, what, yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Dude, my, my days are so long now, I just, like... Yeah, we went to the gun show. We were supposed to go to the range, but yeah. fucking range winded up getting fucking rained out. So, yeah, unfortunately, wind up buying all this fucking ammo and not getting to use it. That's okay. So. Stockpile. Yeah, but I need to cycle. I have, like, a box of fucking home defense rounds from, like, oh, 2016. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to fucking... I just need to get burn them. it. Yeah. I need to burn them. Because I... Yeah. Yeah, it was... in. I want to throw a shout out to our favorite little ammo supplier now. Oh yes, our ne- our our he's okay. So our next fucking guest, or not maybe like not next guest, but the guest that we're gonna be having on. Um, hopefully soon. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we're we're gonna get in contact with him and try to work out a date because you know he's currently working the gun shows. He's, he's a businessman. Yeah, he's, he's a, he is a businessman and he's currently working the gun shows. He not only just works the gun shows, he does sell ammunition nationwide. Um, we, I, I actually had a conversation with him prior to us seeing him at the gun show, and then you know he even further, um, he he even went into further detail as to you know what was going on with the business um, at the gun show. So uh, to our boy over there at uh, All Guns Blazing Ammo Supply, you know, fucking shout out to him. Solid mm-hmm. fucking ammo, good fucking prices. I'm talking yeah, best best fuck fucking ever. prices I've seen. In a long fucking time. Yeah, you're looking at almost pre-COVID prices. Yeah, you know, like solid fucking prices. You know, it's almost, it's almost criminal. It's almost like he fucking is losing money. Yeah, he's almost screwing himself. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he still makes a profit margin and he's still doing good. But like, dude, fucking. What I love about him is though he's not in there to make a whole bunch of fucking money from one person off of a lot, a huge profit margin. He wants reliable, loyal, happy customers to come back and give him a little bit of profit, but they come back regularly. Right. That's the way I see it. And it's better to have that, you know, because you have certain vendors out there that'll be like, oh, Oh, I have 500 fucking, I have 5,000 rounds. They'll sell all the ammo individually at a very high price, or they'll say, hey, we're looking for somebody who's a wholesaler who can actually give us a good amount of profit in return, and they just buy it wholesale. So it winds up fucking the little guy who's Mm -hmm. just, like, trying to buy a box of nine, and it's, like, fucking more 29 fucking 30 bucks for, Mm -hmm. you know, a box of 115 fucking grain. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Ammo was never this fucking much, you know what I mean? And and the prices he has, dude, dude, I I haven't seen prices like that. Honestly... In a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. And this dude's selection, if he doesn't have it, he will get it for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. If yeah. he does not have it, if you're like, hey, I need, um, fuck, what's, what's some crazy calibers out there? 6.5 Grindle? Yeah, 6.5 Grindle. That's a pretty hard one to find. Yeah, 5.7. Um, uh, 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 three, uh, 3.38 British. That's a fucking hard one to find. 5.7, dude. Yeah, 5.7 five, seven. is hard. 50 A&E. 50 A&E is, yeah. oh. No, I would say it's hard to find. It's just really expensive. It's yeah. really fucking yeah. expensive. And he, he will he will come through. Because I think after you had left and I was still there, I had walked by him one more time because I introduced him to Michelle. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Um, the customer asked him if he had any, what was it, um, 3.38 Magnum. I'm sorry, what? 3.38 Magnum. It's like. What so, in the fuck is that? Fifty cal, 3.38 Magnum. Mm, okay. It's like the biggest you can go without hitting a 50 cal. Oh, so like a 338 Lapura? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm, I just kind of just overheard him. He was like, yeah, man, I don't have any right now, but you give me contact information, I'll get it for you. And I was like, yeah, damn, this is like, yeah, I'll get this shit. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. 
And he's he's a really good guy. I love the way he talks, and you know, he's very honest, very upfront, and everything. He's like, "Hey, this is my profit margin. I'm not making a whole lot of money off it. This is for you guys." I think he said like his biggest loss is what like nine million nine, five, mil. five, five, nine five, mil nine mil is his biggest fucking loss i don't yeah. know if he said anything about five five six but i do remember him yeah. specifically stating that nine mil and nine mil is, being the most popular handgun round yeah that is the most popular handgun round next to yeah. the but 45 yeah. 40 and he's there just to because he even told us he was like hey i want people to be happy be able to have ammo to protect themselves yeah. and get practice that know. was his whole thing he's like i want to supply people with ammunition that's that's my whole goal is to supply people with ammo. And, like, just that thought process by itself, I think, is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. He's a solid fucking dude. His, like I was telling at the gun show, he has a very, very magnetic personality. Oh, yeah. And that's what oh, I think yeah. drives his success in his business is just his overall attitude and the way he mm-hmm. treats customers. And, you know, I, dude, I've never known a fucking dealer out there at all to be able to deliver ammunition, but he does. Because he doesn't mean he doesn't have a brick and mortar store. It's, you know, wholesale and he sells online and shit yeah. like that. But, you know, dude, I thought it was dope that I was able to buy fucking three boxes of fucking nine and get it delivered to my house. Mm-hmm. Literally, all I had to do was just walk outside just to let him know where the apartment was at. But, you know, ultimately, he arrived at the building. I met him outside and that was that. He even fucking pulled out the boxes. Pulled out the fucking rounds to make sure I was like he was like, hey, this is 124 grain. Yeah. I'm not selling you 124 grain box and selling you 115 grain. Yeah, you know, he's very, very very honest, very very honest businessman, and um, sells solid products. Yeah. We can't wait to have him on. I'm excited. Oh, I'm fucking super ecstatic. You know, I was, I'm glad I was able to secure him prior to the gun show and then to reconfirm that that you know mm-hmm. having him on the fucking show. We were so happy with his store. Like I bought some ammo from him at the gun show. <laughs> There's probably what 10, 12, but roughly about a dozen vendors who sell an ammo. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the show, I don't then. think we looked at a single one other than his. No, fuck no. I mean, I looked and see just to kind of see what people had, but I wasn't really looking. I was looking for him, and then we you all know, found his table, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. So, um, you know, he has a very, very big selection, and it's crazy for him being a wholesaler. You know, him buying wholesale and then selling the way he does and not having a brick-and-mortar store, he has a fucking crazy-ass selection. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. So, um, probably by the time this episode comes up, it'll be about the middle of the week. He will be up in Amarillo, Texas, at the gun show up there. And uh, yep. if you guys are in the Amarillo area, I know some of my friends are up there. I'll let y'all know. Go check him out. He's really, really fucking good. You'll, trust me, you'll, you'll know who he is by his, just his personality. He's like, yeah. This dude's awesome. I like talking to him. And then what else do we find at the gun show? More of the same, man. You know, yeah. more of the same, man. I saw a lot of guns. I saw a fuckload of guns I would love to have. I just oh, I'm too poor. <laughs> um, I think the highlights for me, because I saw a couple of XDMs, mm-hmm. like, but they were X- Springfield XDM elites, so they had the flared magazine well. Um, but, you know, I told you, dude, like when I had my Springfield, because I want to get another one, I enjoyed the fuck out of my Springfield. It was a solid fucking gun, and I want another one. I want another one. I've, I've yet to find a Springfield that I've enjoyed, but I've only fired maybe two or three, and I can't even remember which ones they are. See, I'm telling you right now, I fire, I've fired several different Springfields myself, and most of them I'm, I actually really don't like most other Springfields, but that XDM, I had a friend who had a competition one, um, solid fucking gun. So I went and got the same thing, but mine was just a little bit different. Mine mm-hmm. wasn't a competition 
Um, mine's was more or less kind of like that elite, you know, yeah. thing without the flared magazine. Well, I had the suppressor height iron sights. I had fucking a threaded barrel for a suppressor. It just all around was a solid fucking gun. And I'm telling you right now, if you were to shoot one, dude, you would fucking you'd fall in love with it. <laughs> The trigger is fucking solid on those guns. It's just all around the way it, you felt it. The way it fits yeah. in the hand fits fucking fantastic. And just the overall ergonomics, like for me personally, I fucking got absolute control on my gun. I fucking loved it. So, I thought it was a fantastic gun. That that FNX for that fucking forty. Oh fuck, man! That FNX forty five, dude, fucking beautiful. That, that's that's one of my highlights. From that show was that FNX forty five. That type fucking Glock nineteen. That was fucking. Had like the fucking candy skull on it. It was all white and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd ever shoot it because it's white, man. It's so it's so pretty. You know, I don't know if I'd ever want to shoot it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a dope ass fucking little gun. But yeah, you know, I mean, more of the same shit that yeah. we always see. Um, but all in all, I think I still think it was a really is a good gun show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, um, that Osprey optics optics company was there, but they didn't have the. Uh, the fucking not knockoff but their version of like an rco they didn't oh, yeah. have it there yeah they so didn't I, was, have it the I was like fuck man because that was a really good deal i should have just bought it man but brie would have fucking ripped my nuts off and fucking <laughs> fed them to me oh what does it say though it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission no no <laughs> not when your nuts get ripped off she's like yeah i'll forgive you after you eat these salty nuts you little bitch probably yeah. and puts it in my butt not my nuts but I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Anyways. So, the gun show was good. Um, it's always uh, good. I always enjoy it every time they come out. Jail is Jake's first show. Yeah, it was Jake's first show. Jake's first show. I, uh, we lost that motherfucker so much. He got so excited and wandered off. He's worse than the kid in the candy store. He really is. He is worse. Like, we would be going down the aisle, and then I look around like, where's Jake? Who the fuck is Jake? I was talking to somebody else. He, dude, he fell for every vendor. I was like, hey, you oh, yeah, sign sign up for the raffle? Yeah, yeah, sign up for the raffle. I'm like, I think he signed up for every one of them. Yeah, 100% I, fucking percent he did. I'm pretty sure he signed up for like every single fucking raffle. And I was just like, dude, like, chill, bro. Like, I get you want to get some free shit. I want to get some free shit, too. Just, you don't need some free candles. <laughs> I'd like free candles, but I can't burn them in the house. Just breeze asthma. Oh yeah, like it's, it all, for some reason it upsets her asthma. I don't know what the fuck it is, but yeah, you know, well, like yeah, I think everybody's asthma is kind of different. Oh, it it's weird, man. Differently. Yeah, I guess so, man. Because I was like, what the fuck, man? This is this is just a smell good candle. She's like, no, yeah, the smell. And I'm like, what? The, okay, whatever. Man. Have you ever tried those like unscented ones? Fuck no, man. The fuck, I ain't trying to burn unscented candles in my house. Why not? Because I like scented candles. <laughs> Fucking! What, what does that even mean? What about like the like the clean linen one, like the laundry smelling one? Not like the ones that smell like uh like fresh rain and shit like that. Like it has a smell, but it's like a clean, crisp smell. Yeah. I don't like I don't like super super sweet smelling shit. Like, dude, oh my god! As soon as September hit, they started putting out those fucking pine cones for like oh, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, fuck! That shit drives me crazy. I cannot stand that smell. It's way. Way too fucking sweet smelling. It, it fucking makes my stomach hurt. I'm like, <laughs> I want like when I'm walking to a place, I want to smell. I don't smell like okay, I want to smell like maybe like cigarette smoke. I don't mind smelling cigarette smoke, gasoline, um, coffee, guns. You know, the fucking gunpowder burning. Yeah, you know. that sulfur is just. 
really yeah. good. Yeah, you know I'm saying like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? very particular, I suppose, or like that. Really, if I if it is sweet, I'd rather it be a, a clean, crisp kind of sweet, but sweet enough to be like, mm, it smells good, but it's not so overpowering. You yeah, know what I mean. I wish they had a fucking. I wish they had a candle that smelled like gasoline. I know they make a, like a bar of soap that smells like um, gunpowder. Do they? Yeah. Brie wouldn't like that. She doesn't even like... Dude, she hates... She fucking hates the Dr. Squatch soaps. Does she really? Like all of them? Yes. She said, I smell like a fucking natural grocery store. Really? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. There are a few that I'm like... Eh, no, she did part. not like it. Like the Yoda one is the only one I think she was moderately okay with. She did not like the Darth Vader one. I like the Death Vader. I did too. She's like, no, that you smell like an old man from a grocery, like from a natural groceries grocery store. I'm like, I like the Darth Vader. One. I like the Darth Vader one too. Oh, I like the Obi Wan one. The Obi Wan one smells good. I think the Yoda one was my favorite smelling one though. Um, I do want to get some more, but I want to get the pine tar because dude, that shit that's yeah, that pine tar is amazing. Good, dude, it smells so good. So I think she might like that, but like for the most part, she's like, nah, you smell like a natural groceries. Yeah. See, like, I have one of the ones that uh, <laughs> was it, um, what is it called? It's called the uh, Bao Chihuahua. And Jeez. to me, that smells like chocolate. It smells like chocolate, and I don't like it. Yeah, see, that's too much for me, man. I don't like it. Like, the Darth Maul one, and when I went to go smell the one, fuck, dude, that one smells so. Ugh, fuck. I don't know why, man. It smells like, like, like hardcore cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, dude, it's too fucking sweet, man. But I still got. I gotta use it. I gotta use it. I bought the motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't. I don't want to use it. Yeah. See, like, was it we? Um, my favorite's got to be the pine tar, and then the bay rum, and then there's another one. I can't remember the name of it. And then it's the Darth Vader one. See, they have one. I want to try the soap for it since I, I really, really like um, the shampoo conditioner that I got for it, along with the deodorant. Which was, uh, it's like clean, fresh, something, ocean fresh, something like that. Um, fresh walls, uh, no, fresh falls, fresh falls, fresh, I think. It's supposed to be like a fucking waterfall. Yeah. Fresh, like, like that shit smells really good and clean. Like, that, Brie really likes the smell of that. So I think I, if I'm going to get anything else from now on, it's probably going to be that or the pine tar. Because the pine tar smells really good. She hasn't had a chance to smell it, but dude, this fucking smells great. Yeah, that one never lasts whenever I get it. And then, um, I do want to get the new Star Wars collection. Yeah, the new one that they came out yeah, with. Yeah, I do want to get that. Yeah. I feel like I need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, anyways, off of just ba- basic ranting. Yeah, like right, that. right, shit. Um, you got an upgrade for your gun. Yes, I did. You got an upgrade for your gun. I'm super excited for you. I'm excited for me, too. Want to tell people about your... Your new uh, upgrade, right? So you guys have seen the Glock before, right? I mean, this was normal. It's, it's always in the, it's always in camera, right? Normal Glock, but I did wind up getting me the Streamline TL1 HL, uh, TLR1 HL. So wind up getting a weapon like now. Um, extremely excited for it. You know, just overall, um, after putting putting on the light, you know, I really was expecting. A little bit more weight, but no, this is actually an ultra lightweight fucking light. So now that I have the light on here, I feel like I need to have a red dot. Because one thing <laughs> I noticed is that when I utilize the light, it kind of tends to wash out the white outline of the dot and the field goal. So when you're looking down, especially in the dark, 
it's hard to track that front yeah. sight post because it's so fucking bright. I'm like, oh shit! Oh god, I gotta, where, 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 fuck? Where's that? Where's it? Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so, I feel like now because I have this light, I need to have a red dot to to be able to effectively to effectively be able to acquire my target as quickly as possible, or uh, you know, get my to basically to to assess a threat as quickly as possible and to be able to put rounds quickly on target without having to try to track my fucking sights. Because if the thing is. If I don't go that route, then maybe I might go suppressor height um, tritium sites, but I don't even know if they make tritium sites that are suppressor height. I don't height. think they do. So if not, then I might just put some night sights on this and call it good, but even then, I don't know how the night sights are going to react with the brightness of the light. Pretty good, because my other MMP has the tritium night sights, and yeah. it, yeah, it's smooth as shit. It, yeah. it, so then that, I then, have no problem with it. Right, so then that might be something I might, I might do, because uh, the slides for the... Glock 45 MOS are pretty pricey. Um, they're damn near the same price as the fucking gun. Oh, yeah. So Definitely. I got to get the slide, and then I have to go fucking find a good red dot, which probably... Another $500? Yeah, I'd be looking at... Well, the Trichicon uh, RMR, I think, is like about 200 bucks. So it's not a bad little red dot. A lot of people run them and say they're fucking solid, but, um, you know, we'll say... I've been practicing, you know, I've been kind of clearing the house and, you know, essentially trying to get equated to the light. Yeah, basically, yeah, try to get better acquainted with my Yeah, because, you know, I think out of any gun out of the box, you know, if it's a good, reputable brand, company, it's a good gun, you're, you're set to go for the most part. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. a lot of shit does go bump in the night. And not everybody, if they have a gun bedside, they don't have a light. They're you're shooting in the dark. And there's so many stories. There's so many incidences where a dad's cleaning the house because he heard a bump and he thought someone was breaking in and goes to shoot and he shoots Uncle Tommy who's crashed out on the couch and he forgot about it because he was drunk or right. something. No, yeah. Um, it's funny you bring that up because I was watching um, Colleen Noir the other day, right? And he was actually he actually made a video top five things you should have on your defensive gun and uh the first thing that he said you know if anything else if you don't do anything else to your firearm at the very fucking least you want to have a night light you want to have a light you want to have a light source whether you whether your light source is connected to your gun or not you still want to have some form of light whether you're it's a handheld flashlight or it's a weapon light um obviously weapon lights you know Weapon light is preferred because that's going to give you freedom of use of this hand without having to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, because even then you could still you could still have use of this hand and be able to grab your mags. Because um, Ronan was actually teaches a course on that, how to use a weapon light separate from your gun and still have use of still have free use of your hand. Basically, you take like a fucking basically take like a fucking cord wrap it around the flashlight and then you wrap it around these two hands here and you still have you know dexterity here to be able to grab without having to you know what i'm saying drop the flashlight yeah you know what i'm saying and it gives you the ability to fucking flash that light offset and then fucking once you've identified the target then require you yeah. know offset they're trying to shoot in this direction last place they saw the flashlight so you know what i'm saying but uh, he was talking about, uh, Colleen Arnold was talking about, you know, there's been tons of horror stories where there was this mother who, you know, thought someone was breaking into the house, went and fucking shot and killed her 27-year-old daughter. 
she thought somebody was burglarizing the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't found guilty because you know she uh, she ascertained what she thought was a threat, but unfortunately for her daughter and you know for the mother at this point, you know who's lost a daughter at the hands of her own of herself, you know has to deal with that. Uh, same thing. A dad shot a sixteen year old son. Son was sneaking in. He dad didn't know he snuck out, so he hears someone sneaking in, thinks it's a fucking robber there to get him and his son mm-hmm. kills his own son. So yeah, see, like, you know, and like even more personally, I remember a cousin of mine. Um, he almost shot his own brother whenever his brother came home drunk one night. I think because they're still living with uh, their parents. Came home drunk and was locked out, so started climbing through the window. His brother, my cousin, went to go, like, hey, what the fuck is going on? But had a weapon light on him and said he had the trigger pressed, ready to go, like, yeah, yeah. like half a pound, and it would have gone off. And identified that it was his brother, and he's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What? You know, I almost fucking killed your ass. And Yeah. Like, it's extremely and that and I always emphasize this people want to get like a laser for their gun or get a red dot I'm like first spend your money on a decent light yeah even if it's not on the gun like a weapon light you know get like a little decent flashlight but I like on the gun better because it's one thing to grab yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. One As thing opposed to, to trying to grab two things, you're fumbling around. Yeah. You know, heat of the moment. Yeah, know, it's, it's, it's one thing. I just need to grab the gun. Right. Grab the gun. It has a light on it. Cool. Clear my house. I'm good to go. No, nothing's going on. Put the gun up. I don't have to worry about nothing else. I'm good. Right, right. That's that's why I'm not. I, I, I get the advantages of having a separate. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For tactical for, for tactical reasons, it makes sense. But at the same point in time, you make a very good point. You know, you're a standard person. If they're not training like that and training like that often, trying to train to be able to, to offset from a target if they're in a gunfight, you know, and it's, it's a, you know, it's a fucking gunfight at night. If you're not training like that, you know, at the very least, you have that ability, which granted, you know, not a lot of people understand light discipline, so, you know, your standard person is going to go and clear their fucking house, you know, with that flashlight, which, granted, you know, it's your fucking house as you're clearing out a lot, as you're clearing out the rooms, fucking turn on the goddamn light, you know, it's your house, Yeah. you you having light gives you the fucking advantage, so if you can turn on the light in your house and fucking be able to ascertain who the fuck your target is, and basically have an understanding, a quick understanding of the situation that can fucking mean a difference between you shooting somebody who is a threat or isn't a threat. You know what I'm saying? Or being able to fucking be like, oh shit, hey, that's my fucking kid. He's got a snack at night. Or hey, that's a fucking, that's somebody who's trying to rob my house and they have a gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, being able to identify your fucking, to identify the threat, whether it's a threat or not, is extremely fucking important. That will often save you you know in court that'll save you the heartache of possibly killing somebody you love or you know being being able to fucking have that advantage in that gunfight oh yeah so it's extremely important to have a weapon like yeah because like you think about too like somebody breaks into the house at night their eyes are already adjusted to to the dark right anybody who wakes up in the morning super early in the morning or when you wake up your kids you, you know somebody's waking you up and you fucking dead tired of sleep or you're been up all night and it's dark and somebody turns that light on in your room and you're just like wow what the fuck you know everybody goes like vampire type style you know yeah basically same thing you know fucking flash 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 the flashlight in their eyes you know whoever it is oh my god what the hell what the well, fuck I are you mean, doing up you talk about a thousand fucking lumens they're like oh yeah. shit god damn yeah especially you put that strobe on Oh, yeah, well, you know, and that's what I've been practicing is basically trying to ascertain the target and then switching over to keep it on. So what I'm talking about is essentially 
you know, coming up here, boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that way I keep that strobe on. They're like, oh, fuck, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I've been trying to practice doing that, you know, even one-handed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's again, it's a skill that I'm trying to ascertain, you know, to shoot with the weapon light on this particular platform. Because the thing is, yeah, you know, if it's the middle of the night, I would like, I would love to grab my AR, you know what I'm saying? But that may not, necess- that may not necessarily always be the first thing I, can, I go to, you know what I'm saying? This being my bedside gun, you know, another thing that Colin Anamar was talking about. The next thing you want, typically, in the order of operations is light and then capacity. You want a weapon, at the very least, you know, 18 rounds in your gun. Well, you know, all right, I'm short a fucking round in my mag, but, you know, if I bowl this bitch up to the max and put one in the chamber, I have 18 fucking rounds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I may not necessarily always be able to be conscious enough to be like, oh, fuck, I need to grab my battle belt with my extra mags. You know what I'm saying? Or even if I keep an extra mag next to the bed... You know, my first thought maybe not necessarily is to grab an extra mag, but to go and fucking mm-hmm. try to, you know, figure out what the threat is as quick as possible and, you know, put that to stop the fucking threat. Yeah. So, you, know, you want a gun with that has a good amount of fucking rounds. Unfortunately, for those people who live in places like California, New York, you have a fucking magazine restriction. Unfortunately, you're going to need to figure out a way to. You have to figure out a way to be fucking of sound mind because you're gonna need a spare mag because the thing is you know if it's a home invasion you, you're not even at that point you're not looking at one singular fucking threat you're maybe looking at two three four fucking people yeah and you know you may not necessarily have that ability to grab that fucking that spare mag well you know with 18 fucking rounds in this that's almost as much as a standard as almost nearly as much as what my fucking my um my AR-15 holds standard fucking mag is 30 rounds. This is 18. That's a little little more than half of what an AR-15 mag is. But even still, you know, I can still take on a couple fucking threats as long as I... Again, as long as, you know, I practice and have training, you know, being able to have proper shot placement and understanding the dynamics of my house, you know, being able to take on multiple threats in, this, in you know, in that particular space is important. So I think 18, I think 18 rounds from this Glock is extremely feasible but again you know i wanted to have something like you know this is a little extended mag like this you know go from 17 to 20 fucking rounds in the mag you know then i'm looking at 21 rounds i'm almost fucking at where an ar-15 is yeah well see like with me for the most part a lot of times during the day guys i swap between guns during the day i'm carrying this this is my 10 millimeter mmp it has a light on it but i only have one light so when i go to bed at night or if I'm feeling like mixing it up. I'll swap it out to my other MMP, which is the 9mm, which carries uh, 17 rounds plus one in the chamber. I do have a couple magazines with extended base plates that puts me up to 23, 24? Mm-hmm. 24 rounds total. Right. More than enough. And that's usually the, the gun that goes with me on my bedside. Because uh, that does have the Tritium night sights, and it does have a uh, longer barrels, so have a better sight radius, and I'll have the light on because I swap the light out. You know, eventually I do want to get to the point where all my pistols will have the exact same light because I'm so, I've had this light for almost over a year now and I'm very comfortable with it. I'm very just intuitive with it. I don't have to think about it at all anymore. I have had incidences where, um, at at our old apartment to where, um, we came home with the kids and everything. One of the friends was like, hey, I heard somebody in the house, you know, he was coming by to hang out with the friend, with the, the kids. 
but he was outside. He was like, hey, I knocked on the door, but I heard somebody inside. I thought you were home. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is in my house? This is in the middle of the day. I'm running upstairs. You know, everybody can stay downstairs. As soon as I come in, I'm turning that fucking light on. It's broad daylight. The lights were on in the house. Or some of them were on. We left some of them on. And I'm still clearing the house. That same light is the same light I have on here. And it's just... I don't know. I just... I've loved the light. I loved... For... For... For what you're getting for 120, 150 bucks, give or take where you get it from. Right. I think it's a great light. Thousand lumens, the same battery I've had in there for over a year now that I've done drills with, I've practiced with, you know, I've dropped it so many times. It hasn't broken, haven't had any battery issues, haven't had any issues with it. I think it's a great fucking light. Now, don't get me wrong, Surefire makes some great fucking lights. Oh, yeah. It makes some great fucking lights. Solid but lights. I don't want to spend $300 on a flashlight. That does the exact same thing that's going to do for me. Yeah. And see, that's where I was at on for, like, the SIG. You know what I'm saying? The SIG, the SIG like, that's my that's my everyday carry gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I carry that to and from, and, you know, that's just my everyday carry gun. Has my night sights, you know, whatever the fucking... Typically, you know, leaving work, the parking lot is very well lit. So I really don't necessarily need a weapon light, but I still want that ability yeah. to have that weapon light. So that's why, you know, the next weapon light I get is going to be for my SIG. It's going to be the TL7 sub. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, some people would argue that the Surefire X300 would be a better weapon light for my SIG. And, you know, that may be the case, but that TL7 sub is still going to do the same fucking job. And yeah. it's significantly cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the... X three hundred is like a fucking three hundred and fifty dollar fucking weapon. See, and that's what I've always kind of made the joke by. I'm like, yeah, they named it three hundred, but that's the fucking price. Yeah, basically, yeah. You know, it's an expensive weapon. Like, yeah, it is. Don't get me wrong; they're extremely fucking reliable. They're extremely good. But Streamline, I've I have two of them. I have one on my rifle, I have one on this, and I've never had a single issue with any of them. Right. I've abused the shit. I'm not like you know, careful with my flashlight. I don't want to break it. No, I'm. I'm I've used the shit out of them. Yeah. I've dropped that gun. I've dropped it on all, multiple guns with that light on it. Nothing's fucking happened on purpose to see if this light's gonna fucking break. And they do offer like a lifetime warranty. Now I want to see is this light gonna fucking break? Nothing. Right. So I, I always recommend Streamlight. I like yeah. Streamlight. Well, I mean, so I think the next light I'm gonna buy when I buy it, the next light I get, I'm gonna buy the outside of a. Because I, I think I'm gonna hold off on the Sig just because I do have the weapon light for this. So if I need to carry a weapon with a weapon light, I have the block. Mm-hmm. Um, next weapon light I'll buy is going to be it's going to be an O light. Um, it's going to be from my rifle. But see, I mean, I've, I've never tested O lights. I've heard mixed things about them. I've heard great fucking things. I love that they're rechargeable. But yeah. I've also heard oh I've had it, it went out on me in a week where I've had the oh the battery exploded. I'm like right. And and the and thing is, well, I mean, the price point for it. I mean, what I'm looking at is about a hundred and. 40 bucks yeah you know what i'm saying and i don't think that's a bad price for a weapon light um prior to that i had you know one of my handheld um my handheld uh surefire on that fucking thing which you know it's a good thing but i you know i have to fucking do my hand in a really awkward fucking way to get to get the weapon light on and stuff like that so you know want something a little bit more streamlined something where i can still have free use in my hand have it on the weapon and still mm. have the ability to use the light um but I don't know. I think I want to try Olight. I mean, I saw the, the Streamlight for the rifle. I just, you know, again, like right now, I'm still kind of in between that, the Streamlight and that Olight. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I know Bree wants a weapon light, but she wants she wants the old light that I was showing her, which was about 200 bucks, which has the light laser combo. Oh, but yeah. she really wants a fucking laser for whatever fucking reason. But it's like you have an EOTech, you know, you you can fucking quickly ascertain your fucking target oh, yeah, definitely. without nece- without necessitating the need of a fucking of a laser. You know what I'm saying? It's not Call of Duty. You're not gonna tighten up your fucking hip fire spread by having a fucking laser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The thing is, it, <clears throat> if you're in a gunfight with that fucking with that gun, that that EOTech is gonna be fucking all you need. Oh yeah. That EOTech, EOTech is all is you're gonna fucking need. EOTech. Yeah. Well, with that, guys, we're gonna take a quick little break and we're gonna jump into our main topic, which is everything Halloween related, Hell especially yeah. movies. Yes. And we'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, we are back once again. Thank you guys for sticking with us. And uh, we're going to get into the main theme of this episode, which is Halloween. Halloween yes, movies. I want to suck your dick. I mean, your blood. <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? <laughs> what? No? What? I didn't even say anything, bro. We want to get into, uh, well, we're going to start off with movies. Um, top five Halloween themed or like Halloween horror movies or just horror just movies in general. Horror yeah. movies in general. Yeah, I mean, it's, tis the season, right? Tis the season. <laughs> so, you okay? So you, you you bring up a very good but very hard topic to discuss because I've watched many 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 awful fucking horror movies. So when it comes to horror movies, I have a special little app, um, and it's literally nothing. It's literally the Netflix of horror movies, and it's called Shutter. Um, my stepmom actually told me about it, and um, dude, the selection is pretty fucking good. Um, and their their originals are fucking crazy, crazy good. So, um, top five. It's really hard to fucking say. Okay, let's start with number five. Okay, number five. I would have to say. Ooh, um. Okay, top number number five. Number five for me is going to be Halloween, but Halloween 2007, was it 2007, no, 2018, 2018, 2018 Halloween, right? So it's a return to form, mm-hmm. essentially taking out everything that happened from the original Halloween. So the original Halloween happened, that that's canon. Yeah. Everything that happened after, after those movies, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, all the movies that followed after before that Halloween 2018, um, those are considered not canon. You know what I'm saying? They technically didn't happen in the universe yeah. of Halloween. Um, so the new ha- that new Halloween in 2018, and then, of course, the newest one, which was Halloween Kills, and then the one that's coming out here in about, roughly about a week, which is I think Halloween Ends or something like that. Um, so I think what really had an impact on it for me was, like, the beginning. The beginning of the movie. So you show up initially to this fucking this you know, it's almost a callback to the original Halloween yeah you know uh, these interviews show up to this mental facility where Michael Myers is being held and you know they want to interview him right so he has a new doctor some fucking crazy looking dude or whatever the fuck right and um so you know he's talking to him about you know Michael and basically saying you know this is where we keep them we let them out or whatever but it, it's fucking crazy because it's basically like big ass squares where they have these these individuals who are like psychotically fucking crazy in their own individual square and mm-hmm. there's a giant fucking like yellow red line that's like do not cross this line 
And you have, like, fucking all these crazy-ass fucking people out there. People howling like dogs, fucking singing, like, hey, fucking howdy doody, howdy doody, you know? Like, fucking crazy shit, right? And you fucking, you, all you see is the back of Michael Myers. But you see him in, like, like a fucking crazy person's outfit. You don't see him with the mask on, but you see yeah. the back of his head. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, that's, that's Michael Myers without a mask, Right? And the interviewer's just like, fucking, he's just like, hey, man, hey, Michael, you know, I want to know all these things. I'm just trying, trying to interview him, right? And he's just like, starts screaming. He's like, everyone, say, like, all the noise starts getting really loud. These people, fucking, these crazy people screaming and screaming. This dog is, this dog is fucking barking and barking. And he's just like, say something. Say something. Say something. And it goes right into the Halloween theme. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. And it it just that fucking beginning scene for me, I was just like, dude, this is this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. This is fucking Halloween. And um, just overall, the the stylistic things they decided to do in that movie, just overall was just really fucking good. The music and the way the the, the other scene that really pops out to me is when he's walking through these houses and he kills something like. Three, four fucking people in the course yeah. of like walking in the back of this house, kills this dude in the shed, goes in the house, beats this woman to death with a fucking hammer. Go, you know, grabs a knife, walks through the house, passes by the baby, looks at the baby, doesn't kill the baby, walks off, walks into the back of this woman's house, and this woman's looking outside. She goes, You know, it's so scary out, you know, da 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 da. And then all you see is her just on the phone, right? She gets off the phone, looks out the window, getting ready to close the blinds. And then Michael just stabs a fucking knife right through her throat sideways. Just fucking all you see is the knife just goes. And then he pulls her back. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. Whole fucking scene, dude. Like, just that movie was so fucking good. And it was solid form. Like, a solid return to form for what, what Halloween was. So, that movie to me, I think, is a fucking masterpiece. I think it's fucking fantastic. It's a really good fucking movie. So, that's number five for me. Yeah, I've never seen it. Really good. You, you, you need to see it. See, I'm not that much into horror movies that much. So I like, know. I, I do have some here and there that I like, but... I, I know. I know. I like, I like more of the shit that makes you think psychotic thrillers type thing. Right. So, I have this theory. Right? So, you look back to the beginning of history for horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. Horror movies that you really, I'm talking fucking, really used to scare people before... We're, where we're at in society now with the really hardcore, you know, desensitizing of what horror is, right? You have you have kids who watch The Walking Dead. And if you look at, objectively speaking, like, what The Walking Dead is, like, how fucked up some of the things that happen on there are, because those are pretty fucked up things that happen. It gets pretty fucking dark. You know, ultimately, if you look at zombies now versus zombies in the 1960s, zombies in the 1960s to people were fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. It was scary. You know, this is the first time. You know, if you look at how the Bible presents, you know, the term or phrase, you know, and the dead will walk again, you know, it's the whole adage of, you know, God will raise, you know, will raise, will raise the dead. You know, you live a good life, he will rise and bring your soul to him with heaven, you know, judgment day, the day of reckoning, yeah. you know. And that's the whole thing, right? And it took that little thing, that whole saying, people that make people feel warm and fuzzy. You know, if I do good, then, you know, the Lord will rise again and he will take us with us. Turn the whole fucking thing on its oh, head. Yeah. Turn the whole thing on its head. You know, Dawn of the Dead, 
you know, where the preacher was talking about, you know, when there are no, when there's no more room in hell, the bodies of the the, the, the soul and the bodies of the dead will rise. Yeah, because there's no more room in hell. I, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was yeah, pretty. That's badass. a pretty pretty powerful fucking statement there, right? So you look at zombies and you look at how terrifying that shit is, right? Or how it was back then. You know, their first time doing not even necessarily CGI effects, but doing shit with makeup, being able to rip flesh. You know what I'm saying? Rip the flesh out. And it, you know, back then, the blood looked oh, like yeah. red paint. It looked like shit compared to what there is now, right? You look at the way makeup and effects are now like literally when a zombie bites you can see it ripping yeah. and the way that flesh stretches you can see it and oh, you're yeah. like oh fuck you know if I'm certain if people were seeing that back then they would have had no doubt in their mind that what they were viewing was real Yeah, you know what I'm saying as opposed to back then it was still scary Yeah, and it was visceral it was visceral it had such a fucking had a punch to it Yeah, whereas now zombies it's a cold class you have zombies in video games you know, you have fucking shows like The Walking Dead, you know, um, whatever. Like, uh, there's a fuckload of zombie shows, you know, Resident Evil. You know? Oh, yeah. And we look at zombies, it's like, oh, zombies, man, that's cool. Zombies are cool. Like, zombie apocalypse. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, zombies don't scare me. I think zombies are fucking cool. I think they're, like, the concept of, of, of a fucking body that's rotting rising from the dead and moving reanimated corpses it's an interesting and cool concept because scientifically speaking something like that should not ever be able to happen. oh yeah it shouldn't be because muscles muscles deteriorate you know what i'm saying the brain rots away as your body decomposes it just it's not able to work down to the point where it's just you know bones you know what i'm saying it's really all that's left after a boat after a body even after all the things we do to preserve bodies Eventually, there's nothing but bones left. And after the point, after a certain point in time, bones become dust. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that whole concept, it's crazy. But I'm saying, you know, I was talking to Bree about this, right? Zombies, zombies and monsters, uh, werewolves, vampires. That shit was scary back then. Now it's like, oh, that's cool. That's so cool, right? <laughs> but what I told her, things that will always scare people. And I think back to this movie, uh, The Strangers. The Strangers was such a fucking powerful movie. It was oh, so, yeah. so fucking crazy. The line that they deliver, you know, that girl strapped to the chair and she's crying and crying. She's like, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Like, why? And these people were in the mask and they, you know what they said? Because you were home. And it puts that fear in you like, what the fuck? Because we were home? Because we answered the door? Because we, because we responded, and it puts that fear. That's something that's real. That's mm-hmm. something that's real. That that kind of shit scares people. That's I think that's why it affects you the way it does. Because that's something that lives within this actual reality. Oh yeah. Somebody breaking into your home, home invasion, keep fucking holding your family hostage. You know, beating somebody to death, raping them, and then killing them. You know, like that kind of shit scares people, and it will always scare people because. In all actuality, something like that could happen. As much as I wish zombies would happen, yeah, it's more than likely it's not going to. You know, more than likely, unless some again, unless some crazy kind of medical shit happens and we cause that shit to happen, it's not going to happen. Population control, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. So you know, you look at that, right? And I think the only other thing that really fucking scares people, outside of the concept of like home invasion, being snatched up held against your will, tortured, raped, murdered, whatever, you know what I'm saying, seeing those kinds of atrocities happen. The only other thing I think that really sticks out to people and really scares the fuck out of them, 
things like possessions. You know, people fucking say that, oh, yeah, it's just another possession movie, just another demon horror movie. But to those people who are really, really into religion, you know, possessions are real. Possessions are real. Demons are real. Those things are real. I, I can say that with, like, an unmitigated fucking... No no doubt in my mind, because I've seen some really dark shit. Because I yeah. used to fuck around with a bunch of really dark shit. And I think that shit tends to scare people more than they are willing to let on and admit. You know, not necessarily stuff like insidious, but stuff that involves, like, the church. People actually being possessed. Mm -hmm. Demons, people talking in tongues and shit like that. You go back and look at, you know, one of the very first movies that really ever presented an idea like that was The Exorcist. And see, I like that you put that up because that's my number five. Yeah, The Exorcist. Okay. There are a few who are not as good. Right, but I'm talking OG, the, the original. Yeah. Exorcist. Yeah, that was good. I, that was this in my top five. So my uncle is terrified. Like he, so you know, this is a. You're talking a, a man who's almost fifty years old. He will not watch The Exorcist because as a kid, it scarred him. It scared the shit out. Really? Of him. It scared the shit out of him. That and he doesn't like roller coasters. He will scream like a little bitch on, on roller coasters. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that deal. I love you, but you know that's just it. it is what it is. You know, facts are facts. But you know, if you look back to that, and even now, you know, what I'm saying shit. If you look at shit like The Nun. Right? Yeah. None. Jesus Christ. That thing is fucking scary. And I can say that as a, me being as I am, you know, I, I played this one horror game on the channel. It's called Visage. And you go into this house and you experience all these fucked up things that happen in the house through the spirits. And one of them was this lady named Dolores. And she chases you. She's butt ass naked. She's a big woman. Dolores, a big woman. You seen him? <laughs> you seen them, You seen them big old orangutan titties flopping around? Hey, big. She want to touch you. And I didn't want no Dolores. I don't love you like that. But you go through and you experience all these things, right? And at the end of the fucking, at the end of the horror, the biggest horror happens. You don't even, it's not even her as what it is. You know, not even the atrocities of her, you know, like stabbing her husband to death with seven different knives and leaving him in his study, you know, before, after she did all that. She went in the room, she said goodbye to her baby and hung herself in front of her baby in the room and just butt-ass naked, hanging there because she heard these voices in her head. Stabbed her husband to death because he was trying to help her, but she was paranoid and thought that he was trying to hurt her. So what did she do? She stabbed him to death in his own study. Yeah. See, so (laughs) as you keep talking about the stuff, you're going through my list. So (laughs) number five for me is... The original Exorcist and some of the other ones. I'll, I'll loop. I'll, so like the Exorcist I'll, I'll, I'll lump like, them all together. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair there enough. are some that are kind of, eh, but for the most part, the original and some of the other ones. Right. Number four, Amityville Horror. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew the minute you said the Exorcist was like the Amityville, the Amityville Horror is gonna fucking follow. After that, Amityville Horror is yeah. number four. And honestly, that one I was thinking about putting it as number one for some reason. I just love that movie. Yeah. I, for some reason, I, I have an inkling to... I just love that movie. Well, again, it's the concept that shit like that actually happens. Mm-hmm. So you look at... Um, so you look at, like, history. Like, you, you've seen shit like this. And there was a there was a teaser that was on PlayStation for a while. It was supposed to be the... It was supposed to be um, the next Silent Hill game, right? Yeah. Yeah, Silent... Yeah. Dead. We were talking about that one on your stream of uh, 
was it PT? Those of you who are in the gaming community, y'all might know about this. Um, yeah, that the, game was the playable intense. trailer. It was intense, right? Scary, right? But in that game, as you're looping through, you know, dude, you like wind up seeing like this fucking fetus just sitting, yeah. sitting in a fucking sink, and then it starts talking to you, it starts telling you about your shortcomings as a husband, why your wife, you know, fucking was fucking her her. Uh, fucking her supervisor so yeah. she could get a raise and then fucking aborted the baby he left in the sink you go you loop through again you see a fucking fridge with a dead body the radio starts talking talking in the like as if it's reporting the news how the husband proceeded to murder his wife and kids and then shot himself yeah you know that whole concept it's scary to people because like and they look at shit like that and i think for a lot of people it's unnerving because the reality is for some people there are people out there that get so stressed to the point where they snap they snap because the harshness of what their reality is pushed them to a point where they were like fuck it i'm ending everything and that's that concept the fact that that lives in every other yeah, that lives in every person whether they want to admit it or not anybody and everybody has the ability to snap in a way that they're so broken they can't fucking fix themselves so that concept scares people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that i, I think the the concept of, of evil true evil like in the sense of demons and angels and shit especially if you're a religious person scares the fuck out of you and i told Bree like those two concepts the concepts of, of, of like an actual serial of reality. Right. The actual concepts of what lives within our reality, when those are made into movies, those tend to, the people tend to like those because it makes them think. And it does tend to scare them a little bit more than what you would think. Like you, a werewolf. You, yeah. Vampire. You know, like a vampire. Yeah, right. The things we, you know, back then were scared of. You know, things we would tell kids, oh, you better behave or a werewolf's going to come get you or a vampire's going to get you. Nosferatu's waiting underneath the bed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that whole concept, like things, these things have been made into to, to be really fucking cool badass. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get fantasy games that's like, oh, yeah, you could be a fucking lichen, and you're like, hell yeah, I'm a fucking werewolf, bitch. Yeah, you know, yeah, but and, and they, they romanticize it too. That the shittiest example of them all is fucking Twilight. They romanticize werewolves and vampires to the point where everybody's like, oh, I want to fall in love with them. Real fucking werewolf or a real vampire? Don't give a fuck about you. Rip your ass apart. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. And again, it's in. It's because of the way that media is presented now. You know, those things are really no longer scary. You know what I'm saying? But you can't. How do you? For instance, the the new series that's on Netflix. It's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh yeah. And apparently, there's a lot of people that that show makes them extremely uneasy because. It's not fantasy. I mean, granted, the, the writers took some liberties with certain things about the story of Jeffrey Dahmer, but overall, the atrocities that he actually committed, if you actually know anything about serial killers, he was fucked up. He was fucked up, man. And if you look at it, you go back and look at the history of serial killers, you know, a lot of these shows, a lot of a lot of shit that you watch about these people, it's not in the fucking sense of like a movie. No. And if it is a movie, they try to be as true to it as possible. But the majority of what you watch are documentaries. They're, in, they're, in, they're informational documentaries about the atrocities that these people committed. You had like John, Weesey, you had John Wayne Gacy. You had fucking Ed Gein. Um, you had fucking Ted Bundy. You know, BTK. You had fucking Dahmer. You had uh, Richard Ramirez. You had the Son of Sam. You know, the Zodiac Killer. You know, just to name a few. Um, but... I think that kind of shit will always scare people. Oh, yeah. And it does. 
that's why I like Halloween so much. You know, yeah, it's cliche and shit like that. But the thing is, realistically, what if there is somebody? You, know, there are people out there who will dress up and be creepy and just stand somewhere with like a fake bloody knife and they'll get arrested because someone will call me like that's creepy and scary. Because people don't want to admit it. Yeah. But when they're presented with it, they will be fucking terrified. Oh yeah. Absolutely fucking terrified because it's no longer in a movie. It's like oh fuck, that is something that that could actually happen. It's sitting in front of me. Whether or not it's a real threat. It's something that's presented itself in a scary way to you. So before we get more into that topic, because there's something I want I want to tell you a story about. I want to tell you guys a story about that. Um, just during the whole scary clown phase. And shit oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something I want to bring up. There's a story I have for that. <laughs> but before we do that, what's in number four? Number four... <sighs> I could see like the reel of movies just going click 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 nope 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 maybe nope 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 number four it's a movie that's a it it's an illegal movie you can't watch it you can't go buy it somewhere you can't rent it somewhere you have to you have to use nefarious means to see it unless somebody owns a physical copy of it um it's a movie called the Serbian film oh yeah I remember you telling me about that yeah, I won't go into details on what happens in that movie, um, just for the podcast and to try to keep this as friendly as possible, but um, what happens in that movie is fucked up. Uh, there's not an English dub for it, it's it's all, it's all on, you know, whatever they speak in Serbia, but the things that happen in that movie are fucked up, and the ending, it's like, fuck, dude, like... Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't blame it for ending that way. I mean, if it was something that actually happened in reality, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't see it any ending any other way than the way that it ended. And um, that's a fucked up movie. Like that's a that a Serbian film is one of those, those. It's one of those movies. If you have a really weak stomach for atrocious things that can happen against a human being, it's not the movie for you. Your stomach will turn, and you probably will not be able to finish it. So, that's all I'm going to say <clears throat> about that. <laughs> okay, so let me get into a retrospective funny story about the whole scary clown days yeah. that people were doing. This was years ago. Fucking years ago. We know that shit was going on. It was Halloween. I was trick-or-treating out with my kids and their mom and having a good time. And uh, At the time, I didn't have no vehicle. I was staying with a friend. So, I was walking everywhere. But anyway, so... In Halloween, we're walking back to uh, her apartment, dropping them off, and I'm leaving. At the time, I still had a gun. I still had a gun with me. Right. As I'm walking back down one of the main streets, still cars passing by. It's the middle of Halloween. Everybody's out. There's this guy down the way in just solid black with, like, a clown costume with, like, a knife on it. With, with like, the whole bloody knife and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anything, anything. I was like, right, whatever. And, um... There was nobody else on the street, nobody walking, because it's like a main street, mostly for traffic. And he's just standing there. I'm, thinking, I'm just walking, walking towards him. And then, like, I'm, you can tell we're, we're, we're offset of each other. Yeah. And then he kind of sidestepping to where he'll be in my path. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I already know what's going on. I had that gut feeling. So I just stopped. Just stopped and stared. And then he starts walking towards me. And then uh, starts like tilting his head to the side, all that kind of bullshit. Also trying to be creepy and shit. Yeah. And starts picking up speed, picking up speed. And then he's almost had a full sprint running at me, like, like he's gonna try to stab me. And just 
all I did, I don't say a damn thing. And he gets close enough to see the gun. My bad, bro. My bad, bro. My bad. And I'm like, drop the fucking knife. Drop the mask. Go home. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to play a joke. I'm just trying to play a joke. I'm like, you got five seconds. No. Two. Three. I'm sorry. He dropped everything and just took off running. Yeah. Fucking threw that shit in the trash. Don't do stupid shit. Because I remember that was a trend. Yeah. Um, it was a big, it was a big, it was a big video trend. And I, I remember seeing all these people get scared, like, running away. And I'm like, dude. I would get in trouble because I'd fucking pull. I'd pull my fucking piece and be like, yep. "What's up, motherfucker?" And they'd be like, "Oh shit, no, 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 no!" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some of those videos disclose, you know, like, "Hey, we did have people pull guns on us, and we had to be like, oh, fuck no, hey, hey, we're just, we're just pulling pranks, you know, shit like that." Like, dude, you're gonna get fucking shot." Yeah. You know, I was thinking to myself, you know, like understanding, you know, the, the whole like, you're trying to make content and stuff like that, but dude, there's that's not the way to go about it. You know, maybe like, maybe getting people with jump scares inside of your house, you know, yeah. or if anything, have people who are in on it. Right, right. right. Like, hey, right. we're gonna dress up in this costume. Y'all gonna walk down the street late and act like y'all don't know us, and we're gonna jump out and scare you, and blah blah blah, and freak out, and we're gonna record it. That I can see. Go, go for it. it. That sounds fun. But when you're doing it to unsuspecting people who oh. may possibly be carrying a fucking gun, that's not worth your life. Yeah. Don't don't do that in Texas. Definitely don't do that shit in Texas. Absolutely not. I can't speak for the rest of the South, but you know what? You will get fucking shot in anywhere that's not Austin. <laughs> yeah, anywhere that's not Austin. Do it in Austin. Have fun there. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, dude. Because I'm telling you, it was, it was just that gut feeling. I was like, this is one of those fucking jump scare fucking things. And I was waiting to see the camera. I was waiting like maybe the camera's around here somewhere. He's trying to record it. Never found out, but yeah, just. Fuck and the thing is, had you had you shot him, you would have been justified in that because yeah. the way he was presenting himself to you and your your kids, you'd be like, dude, I wasn't fear for my fucking my kids. All I saw was a fucking knife with something that looked like blood. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a real knife, and I fucking shot him. Yeah, I I ended the threat, protecting my children, and then guess what? You're fucking shot, possibly dead, depending on shot placement, because you want to be a fucking dumbass. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Fucking stupid shit, man. Dumb fucks. Don't do shit like that, okay? I'm all for spooky and having fun. And oh, yeah. without a doubt. Without Fuck a doubt. You know, Halloween's a fun time. Yeah. Be responsible with the way... Again, you can jump scare people in your house. Just think, have over, you know, just have some drinks and shit. Put on the clown mask and then maybe wait in the restroom, wait for them to go to the restroom and then pop out and scare them. Yeah. You know, like, hey, that's, that's something funny. You can record that. That's fucking content. Yeah. That's funny, but don't... Don't do that. Don't expecting people. It's, Especially it's, not people with children. Yeah. You know, if they're out with their kids, dude, don't do that shit. No. A, you know, you don't know the the psychological effects you'll have on that kid because when that kid's just out trying to have fun, trick or treat, get candy, that's what they know candy, you know, Halloween's supposed to be. But if you're a fucking adult and you're doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you understand mama bear, papa bear might not take so kindly to that. And if you're presenting yourself with something that looks like a real weapon and they shoot you, more than likely that shit's going to be justified they don't know you they can't see your face you're wearing a mask and you're presenting yourself with something that looks to be a deadly weapon so if you get shot I mean all I can say is that's on you (laughs) Bendeco exactly alright so moving on guys we're going to move on to our number three for mine I'm kind of I'm kind of differing a little bit mine would have to be Shutter Island it's a good choice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It makes you think. I, I like the movie. Okay. Okay. I, I won't... This is weird because it's my number three. I won't watch it as much as, like, Amityville Horror. Yeah. But I kind of enjoy Shutter Island a little bit more. But I won't watch it as much for some reason. I don't know why. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You don't have to watch something more to enjoy it more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's fair. 
Um, I think my number three is going to be House of a Thousand Corpses. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. I fucking cherish that movie. I'm sad that the actor who played act, uh, oh, who yeah. did you know uh, Doctor Spal or Captain Spalding, mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm really sad he passed away because he was a really good actor and he always brought something to Rob Zombie's films that I think you know a little piece of magic was lost when he passed away, and. Um, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, I think it's fucking phenomenal. Dude, it is. It it's is fucking, fucking fantastic, dude. Dude, the opening, <sighs> like, the opening credits is just so, for me, it's iconic. Because oh, as soon yeah. as it plays, I mean, you know what you're watching. Yeah, I mean, you have Sherry Moon fucking dancing around all hot as fuck, you know, fucking showing her little titties <laughs> and shit like that, you know. I'm surprised Rob Zombie was like, yeah, man, let me show my wife off. Let me show her titties or whatever the fuck, you know. But, um... You know, House of a Thousand Corpses to me is just so fucking iconic, man. Because, again, you know what you're watching. You know you're looking for Dr. Satan, Dr. Satan, Dr. Satan, motherfucker. You know like, you know what you're looking for. And Captain Spaulding's all fucking crazy. You have her fucking... You have Sherry Moon, and her character is just kind of, like, weird and hot at the same time. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know if you should masturbate or if you should, you know, be afraid. She's going to cut your penis off and feed it to you. You know, you, you don't know how to feel. It's a mixed feelings, right? You have the mom who's fucking crazy. The grandpa is fucking loud. You have Tiny. You know, Tiny's creepy as fuck. And I actually think that actor died too. I think he passed away because yeah. he, I mean, he was so big. And I think people, I think they say people who who were that, like that size, they, they tend to have a lot of heart problems because mm-hmm. their body's so big, but the heart yeah. can only do the so much. Can only do. Yeah. Um, the brother was a fucking psychopath. And then you had oh, the, the other dude. Um, you know, it was fucking hauling off cars and shit. Like, uh, just over, overall, just the way it was presented and just the overall stylistic fucking way that movie was was so fucking good. Just the whole franchise. You know, you had, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses was fantastic. You had fucking uh, The Devil's Rejects, which, you know, went off that story. And then you had the one that happened most recently, which was um, Three from Hell. Yeah. And Three from Hell was really fucking good, too. So I never got a chance to see that one. Yeah, that's on Shudder. And um, it was really interesting to see. I, I, I'd actually heard that it was really bad. But you know what? I enjoyed it. I think it was a nice way to wrap up that whole franchise in the way that, you know, what it was. Um, so I enjoyed that. So, yeah, No House of a Thousand Corpses definitely is top three for me. And that's, that is my number three. Okay. So for me, number two... Uh, I'm just I'm just stick to one movie, but I'm gonna have some honorable mentions before we get to number one. Okay, yeah, fair okay. enough. So number two for me is the original um, Jeepers Creepers. I was just talking to Ray about that movie. The original, all, all the sequel uh, sequels and shit, they kind of ruined it. They, yeah. they they ruined it. You're talking about the original, the original with which, uh, with Justin Long in it. Yeah, yeah. The original Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. I remember growing up watching that movie. That movie was the shit. It's, I still love it. It's funny you should mention that because I was just talking to Brie about that because she was like, you know, why do you like horror movies so much? And I told her, I was like, you know, I watched horror movies growing up. I that, that was all my mom really wanted to watch. And I remember one of the movies that really scarred me as a kid like was a made-for-TV movie, which was the It, uh, it made-for-TV, the Stephen King's It. Oh, yeah. You know, the original Pennywise. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. original Pennywise fucking terrifies me. Yeah. The new Pennywise is goofy as fuck. Yeah, he's funny. like that dude's cheesy, goofy, <laughs> fucking makes me laugh, like funny clown, haha. You know, but the original Pennywise, something about that actor really brought life to what it was and scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. But I remember telling Bree, you know, I watched all these movies growing up, right? And I remember when I was like six or seven, 
I wanted Jeepers Creepers. I wanted Jeepers Creepers for Christmas. So my yeah. mom got me Jeepers Creepers for Christmas on VHS. And I went and watched that, like Christmas Day. Christmas Day, on Christmas Day, I'm watching Jeepers Creepers on my little fucking 10-inch TV with the VCR connected to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? With the little fucking yellow-white fucking outlets for my PlayStation to, you know, I remember watching that. Christmas fucking day, six, seven years old. And I was like, all I want is Jeepers Creepers for Christmas. Yeah, that movie. It was, you know, and I remember that iconic kind of sound, you know, Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? You know, where'd you get those peepers? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Well, there's like that whistle, that, that, um... When he's whistling the song, yeah, 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 yeah. you can find it on Spotify. It's on Spotify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like listening to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's funny you should bring Jeepers Creepers up because I was we were literally just talking about yeah. that movie last night. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's my number two. I I think it's it's for what it was. It was different from what it was because you know you you have to beg the question: How the fuck did this guy get a custom plate for his truck? One, how the fuck did you get that? Secondly, just the truck. The truck. It was just so fucking creepy. It was so loud. It was so mean. And then you fucking see the monster and you're like, why the fuck do you need a truck? You can fly. What the fuck is that? (laughs) You know, and he just, the trench coat, the fucking hat. And it's just like, dude, that is so fucking cool. That is. You know, fuck, man. It's scary, but it's so cool. I don't want to meet you, but I do at the same time, man. I'm seven years old. I'm conflicted. I should be afraid, but I'm not, but I kind of am. Fuck, it's such a good movie, man. Like, I just, I just, I remember the, just the visceral fucking imagery of what that movie did to me as a kid because it confused me. I was scared, but at the same time, for the first time, I couldn't stop looking away from the movie. I was like, this is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. But I gotta see what happens. Yeah. I have to see what happens. So, so some of my favorite scenes in the movie is closer towards the beginning when he, he's like dumping the bodies down that pipe. And they're like, what, what is he doing? What is he doing? And then he notices them, right? Yeah. And then like, I'm not sure how they did it Hollywood magic style. But as they're driving down, it's not like you can see him like shuffling the turn and keep looking at them. It's just... I'm just like hovering and turning and, and just following them. I'm like, that's so creepy. Right, right. It's so right. subtle, but so creepy. <laughs> and then the um, <laughs> that um, that scene where they're at that woman's farm and yeah. like, he's like on the scarecrow. Yes, oh, he's on the scarecrow. The scarecrow scene, man, I think is probably the most iconic thing from that whole fucking movie, man. Yeah. You know, outside of like you know the actual reveal of what the fuck he is, and even still, you still don't know what the fuck you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? The whole tell of, of him coming back, you know, every so many fucking yeah. years to feed and feast. And you're like, fuck, man, how many years has it been? I'm watching. How many years has it been since this has happened, man? What the fuck, man? You know, so, like, just overall, you're like, just, it's it's so, just, you get so immersed inside oh, yeah. of the movie. Especially, again, watching it as a kid, you're like, fuck, dude. What the fuck is going on, man? So, yeah, dude, it's crazy yeah. you bring that up. Because I was telling Bree, again, you know, just how much... Like, I just... That fucking movie. And then this the ending. The ending, dude. 
the yeah, fuck no happy ending. ending. No happy dude, ending. Dude, yeah, no happy ending, dude. The song is fucking playing on the fucking vinyl, mm-hmm. and you got Justin Long's fucking face and uh-huh. shit. The eyes, dude, just the whole fucking thing. See the eyes pop through his fucking face. I'm like, oh fuck, man, shit, that's crazy. They didn't get away. There was no final girl. There was no nothing. Normal, normal horror tropes. There was none of it. It was just the fucking monster wins. The mm-hmm. monster fucking wins, and it's gonna happen again. Yep. It's gonna happen again, and you're like, holy fuck, dude. So that's crazy. That's crazy that you bring that up. Mm-hmm. As your number two. Yeah, my number two. That's fucking crazy. Dude. All right, what's your number two, buddy? Um, number two. I'm going to have to say my number two. It's one that's a little bit more recent, actually. Um, I think it's like 2019, 2020. It's a movie called The Sadness. It's a Chinese horror movie. <laughs> the whole concept is it's there's a plague. There's a plague that's going around. It's almost, it's almost like a Chinese version of The Crazies, but okay. way, way more fucking gruesome way more visceral because you know, the craziest people just went crazy kind of killed each other yeah no in the cra- in, in in the sadness there's a lot of stuff that rhymes with grape it's a lot of that oh, there okay. are people who are breaking arms and fucking it's basically a lot of fucking against people's will and it's a lot of murder Damn. And it's this whole time this dude is trying to find his girlfriend, find his girlfriend, find his girlfriend. The girlfriend's, you know, gone off into town to go work, and he's just trying to find a job, chilling at home, right? Mm-hmm. Talking to his neighbor next door. Neighbor's fucking sick, and he's like, "Oh, you know, hope, hope you get better. You know, cool. You know, dude, dude that grows, yeah. you know, plants in the house next door. Cool, no problem." And then shit goes fucking sideways. Shit goes so sideways. And there was this iconic, there was this iconic scene where he's trying to find his girlfriend and he sees this woman's head floating in the fucking river and he starts seeing this crazy imagery of himself doing this shit and it was like at that point you knew you knew you knew he had it mm-hmm. he was like oh fuck you know just like trying to snap out of it and by the end of the movie you know he's one of them he's one of them he's sitting here telling her like I wanna I wanna take it from you I wanna hurt you but I love you so l- let me hurt you he literally was saying some, something to that effect, like, I, I love you and I want to hurt you. Please let me. I want to hear you scream. Wow. I want to watch you bleed. I want to watch you suffer because I love you so much. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck, man? There was a scene where this doctor was trying to, um, he was trying to, like, come up with a cure. Mm-hmm. And he was in the, the maternity section where the, the babies and shit were at. So he took all of the babies into the thing. These babies were infected. He was trying to find. He was trying to find a cure for them. Cure didn't work. He threw them in the trash. So the girl walks in and she hears the baby like rustling around, screaming like ah, fucking little baby screams in the trash, and she like freaks the fuck out. She freaks the fuck out because like there's dead baby screaming in the fucking trash and there's a trash can a big trash can full of dead babies and I'm just like holy fuck it's literally a dead baby joke that's awesome that's awesome what would you rather have in your fucking what's the difference between a, you know, what, yeah it's that whole thing like, what's the difference between a Lamborghini in my garage and a fucking basket of dead babies in my garage what's that I don't have a Lamborghini in my garage 
Wow. <laughs> right. So I was like, oh, my God. They, they did a huge play on that. And um, I just remember, like, dude, this that movie is fucked up as it was. Like, it was bad, dude. It was bad. I told Bree when I was watching it. I was like, you shouldn't watch this. There are certain movies, like, I, I think Brie can watch, but she doesn't for her, the sake of, you know, for she's so religious, like, it scares her, certain things, like, you know, with demons and stuff. Like, she says it's stupid, but I know it scares the shit out of her, because she doesn't want me to have certain things in the house. Certain types of imagery, or even certain books that yeah. aren't necessarily even to do with it. They're just storybooks, dark storybooks. And she doesn't watch it because the vibe gives her, like, it scares her. Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact that kind of shit scares her. But there are certain things I like watching, I'm like, you Fuck. Fuck. That was extreme for me, and I liked it. You should not watch that ever. Because I like it. A lot. <laughs> and it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty sick and twisted. Isn't so, because I like to be re- I, I like to be reminded of the, the harshness of what the world is. It, does, I, it, it keeps me non-complacent. Because I know shit like that can happen. Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen here. Not as, not as often, and it's not as, as acknowledged. But there are parts of the world where it happens, and it's so much more significantly worse. And it's something we choose as one of the most well-informed countries in the world, we choose not to acknowledge. Yeah. And it's absolutely fucking insane. So, yeah, The Sadness. Fucking crazy fucking movie. Chinese, fucking so, so good. So, so good. Yeah, Sadness. Great movie. Fantastic. All right, so I'm going to move on to my honorable mentions. Yeah, um, I got some honorable mentions, too. I have a few. I have a few. Uh, first one right off the bat is the original and the, the first remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, good. Good choices. Good. The rest of them kind of became no. more comedy horror to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they became no. a little more comedy horror to me, not really horror movies. But the original old 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 fucking yeah one. Co- comedy in the sense that they try to throw some 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 comedic tropes in there to kind of alleviate from the tension yeah so that way you kind of laugh I'm like oh it's a moment where you kind of laugh a little bit but then you're just like oh well, there's a little bit of horror but I you know I just got to laugh and I don't feel as scared yeah whereas like you have you have you have movies that are just straight fucking parodies like Shaun of the Dead Shaun of the yeah. Dead is fucking hilarious yeah. God yeah. damn I Fuck. love that fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, that movie's just... That's just straight comedy movie. That's not even horror. It's just like, dog, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's not like Shaun of the Dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's more like there, there there's some comedic breaks in there to kind of break the tension. To make sure... It's, it's, so it, it, it's, it's one of those things that makes it easier for people to kind of stomach mm-hmm. if something atrocious is going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Or if something crazy, scary happens, you're not as scared because you, you feel a little bit of you yeah, a little bit it. of relief. Yeah, you know? yeah, got some uh, yeah some breather in there. But I like the old, old, old original, the first remake. Of yeah, it. nineteen like seventy something, right? Seventy six, I think. I, yeah, you can look it up on Shutter. It's on Shutter. <laughs> like, like literally, as you can see, I literally just pulled it up because I had the app. Oh yeah, he loves he Texas loves Chainsaw that. Massacre. Was nineteen seventy four. I was off by two years. Yeah, yeah, that one original is Texas Chainsaw. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. love the phrase. Which again was crazy. That actually happened. Yeah, that yeah. Actually, yeah. Happened. actually happened. A lot of people, and I, I think a lot of younger people don't realize Texas Chainsaw Massacre is something that actually happened. That's that's based on a true fucking story. Yeah. So where we're at here in Lubbock. 
and you're driving to Dallas, there is an off-ramp on the way to Dallas to go past that house. Yeah. There is a way you can get there. It is a real place that really exists, and I have drove by it before. Yeah. And I did not get out the what, car because it was just still creepy. Just what I think is what I think is so iconic from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that that fucking sound, that sound in the beginning of the movies where oh, that, that pick, yeah, that yeah, high yeah. pitch. Let me see, um, a real high pitch. Like uh, it's 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 so hard to describe, but once you hear it, you know it. You're like, fuck, I'm watching this shit. Why am I watching this? I'm gonna enjoy it, but why am I watching this? I don't know I, I've always loved that movie. I always thought it was really good. I mean, and I, I can kind of attribute it to my dad. This one here. It is all the more tragic in that they were yeah. young, but had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected. Yeah, that shit was creepy. I enjoyed the shit out of it. But anyways, back to the show. Yeah, that right there. Yeah, that that to me, that sound is so fucking iconic. You hear that, and if you know, you know it's a te- like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. You like you hear that sound, you're like, oh fuck, dude. Yep, we're about to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Doesn't matter which one. You hear that fucking sound, you're like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, and it's. And I, I do like that. Out of all the remakes they made, they kept that sound. Yes, because it's so iconic. The things. The thing is, you know, those officers, the people who who actually saw what happened you know like like how do you deal with that it's like a standard beat police officer you're not a, yeah. you're not even a detective you're not somebody who is in the homicide unit you're not somebody who is seeing this kind of shit every single day and then you fucking go and look at it and you're like holy fuck dude what the fuck mm-hmm. yeah yeah dude so, so yeah, I, that's my honorable mention. I wanted to put it at number two, but fuck it, do it, dude. I got a, I got yeah. several honorable mentions before my number one. <laughs> All right, so give me an honorable mention so I have time to think about my next one. Honorable mention. Um, since I already did the Devil's Rejects, honorable mention is gonna be um, it's gonna be those two I already talked about. Um, the Devil's Rejects and um, the Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. The Devil's Rejects, you know, just really played more on them, you know, being... Like, this is after the events that happened, after the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I think the part that's crazy is after they were tortured in that movie, you know, that that iconic scene, the ending. The ending is the most iconic scene because, you know, you're playing fucking Leonard Skinner's Freebird. Oh, yeah. You know, Freebird. And they're driving in this fucking topless Cadillac. And they come up on this fucking, like, line. This line of police officers, right? A line of police officers all fucking armed at the ready. Shotguns, rifles, pistols. Gonna stop these guys. And then it gets to the fucking crescendo. The top of the top on that fucking Freebird song. You know, fucking the top of the song. Fucking full blast. Drive straight into that fucking line of fire. And you just see them. They're shooting back at the police, and they're just getting shot to shit. They're getting shot to fucking shit, bro. And it's like, holy fuck. Holy fuck, dude. And then it just ends that way. It ends that way. Just fucking picture frame. Picture, picture. They catch the picture. You know, they're fucking blood coming out of the body as they're getting oh, yeah. hit bullets. And it's just like, 
Jesus, dude. Fucking Three from Hell, dude. That that movie just ended fucking crazy, man. They killed a fucking Mexican cartel member, head dude in that area, and I'm like, Jesus, right? Something that's unthinkable. Something that's unthinkable. You know, you think of the cartel, you're like, man, invincible fucking force. They have fighting. They have the numbers. They have the numbers. They have the fighting power, right? You know what I'm saying? Even if you're skilled fucking, even if you're skilled operator, you know what I'm saying? You know, it doesn't matter how skilled you are. You know, if you're looking at fucking force power over you, you know what I'm saying? People are a force multiplier. People are a force multiplier. Yeah. The more people you have, the more skilled people you have, the bigger the force multiplier and, and the lower your chances of coming out of a situation like that at Skathar. These motherfuckers, dude, it's like they won't die. It's literally like Satan himself is possessing these fucking people and he just will not let them fucking die. <laughs> so just those movies, I'm just like, God damn, bro. And I remember listening to the song, you know, by Rob Zombie, you know, The Devil's Reject. And I remember listening to that and it just had like this visceral fucking, like I had this feeling in me and cried a little bit. And I was like, man, dude, I feel like a devil's reject. Not good enough for heaven, but not good enough for hell either. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, like, and... You know, I don't know if I still feel that way, but, you know, fuck me. Like, I guess, you know, in a way, I do feel that way. Not good enough for heaven, but I'm not, I'm so fucked up, I think even hell wouldn't want my ass. So, you know, I'm trying to, I've, you know, and I'm a better person now because of it, but, you know, I, I do believe no matter what, you will atone for the things that you've done. Period. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I just, yeah. So that's that's my second honorable mention, which is a group, because it more or less encompasses the, yeah. the trilogy yeah. of it. Uh, my next one would have to be... So I have four. So this is my second. My second honorable mention would be The Shining. Good. Solid fucking movie, dude. Solid movie. So just The Shining, or you're talking about The Shining trilogy? Or not trilogy, but I guess duo movie? Dr. Sleep? Because Dr. Sleep is fucking crazy, dude. Uh, Did you one. watch it? I, yeah, I have. Yeah, because I, I think the most fucked up scene in Dr. Sleep was when they killed that kid. Yeah. And that... I think for a lot of people that was because it was it felt so real. They cut away from everything. The way that the little kid presented the way they were killing him, dude. If you put that in like a found footage type of way, you'd probably think that was a real. Snuff. Oh yeah, you would probably think yeah. that's a real snuff film. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Shining, that whole little dual film thing. Yeah, that's another honorable mention. It, Shining it, it's, it's always stuck with me. It's so iconic. It's so iconic, dude. It's so good. Like. The way everything unfolded, and you're just like, hey, Danny, do you want to play? And this mm-hmm. is like, oh, shit. No, I'm going to turn this fucking tricycle around. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. The whole the hallways are too. I got to go for it. Help. And then the fucking blood, dude. Oh, the dude, blood the through blood the hallway. Oh. Yes. Dude, back then, dude, you were like, oh, God. <clears throat> what the fuck? You know, like now you're just like, holy shit, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> Where did you get all that from? Do you go to a blood bank? Holy shit. And, and again, the progression of, of effects. You know, blood back then versus blood now. Dude, you can go buy blood, like fake blood at the store, and it looks real. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking real, dude. Like, it, the, the the color, the hue of the red, the, the syrupiness of what and how blood flows. Like, it looks fucking yeah, real. Yeah. You spread it the way that it looks on flesh. It looks fucking real, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, like, I just... Because, I again, you know, I'm not a fucking horror film expert or anything, but I feel like I've seen enough to, like, 
know and see and, and, and just more or less the progression that horror films have taken. Because I've watched a lot of fucking, a lot of genres of movies, and I think the, the two genres I feel I'm, I'm best to talk about are, like, action movies, stuff, you know, with martial arts and stuff like that, because I watched a bunch of that stuff with my dad growing up, and I've continued to watch it, and horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm a little bit more... I'm a little bit. I'm, I can talk more in horror movies than action movies because even then, I could. I could probably talk about both just almost equally, but horror movies just a little bit more because I enjoy them just a little bit more. Yeah, I like that fucking. I think I don't like to shy away from that dark side, and I think that's what scares people. Is then that in horror movies, that's why they're so scary to people because people don't like to delve into that dark part of the, of human nature. You know what I'm saying? The, the the ideals of everything maybe some it scares some people or maybe they feel like it might corrupt them but I feel like you have to have a little bit of dark you can't be light all the time oh no because the duality because you cannot deny the duality of men you cannot so what's your number three my number th- three honorable, honorable mention? mention yeah killer clowns from outer space. Really? I really liked it. Dude, that's, that's comedy, bro. That's I know it's comedy, comedy but god damn it, dude. It's so good. It's comedy. It's I know it is, but it's so good. It's still horror. It's still horror. For what it was back then, it, it's it's stupid and silly, but even then it still has a horror aspect to it. It is kind of funny, but I like that movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. I will not deny that. It is absolutely fucking stupid but it is so fucking good <laughs> alright so my number three honorable mention which I'm gonna kind of differentiate uh, now a little bit I just I don't know for some reason I just really enjoy this movie is that movie Trick or Treat oh yes that's a really good movie I like that movie yeah. I just, just it just makes me it just Halloween I watch that movie and it makes me think of Halloween Halloween in a small town yeah absolutely Absolutely. I, know, I just, I just really enjoyed that movie. I like the little. What's his name? Sam. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. I think it's cool. Cool little dude. I want to dress up my little one like that. Yeah. I'm gonna dress up as Sam. Give him the little. <laughs> He'll freak the fuck out of everybody. Hell He's yeah. Small dude. too. Hell yeah. All right, your next one. All right. I got my next one if you want to take no, a little time. No, I know think. what it is. Okay. Okay, it's on Shutter. It's a more recent one. It's, um... It's fucked up. It's, it, it really, it's an attack on the whole concept of religion. Um, it's called The Dark and the Wicked. It's a Shutter original. Hmm. So, the whole preface, the whole thing with the movie is the mom is dealing with a sick husband. And... Yeah, apparently in this movie, the the mom and the whole family, they were never religious growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, the religion just didn't exist exist inside the house. And so as the dad's getting sick, or the mom starts to receive visits from what she believes to be a preacher. And she sits down and talks with him, talks to him. You find this out later in the movie, though. But it starts off with the mom, you know, kind of talking to herself, you know, seeing shit. And then she winds up hanging herself in the barn. Where all the fucking like lambs and shit are at, hangs herself in the barn. Right, so you know, sister and brother come back and they're having to deal with that and deal with the dad. And so they start talking to this preacher too. Preacher shows up, starts talking to him. People they know start dying. 
So by the end of the movie's time frame, the brother goes home because he's like, I can't be here anymore. Like, this is all so fucked up, I can't deal with it. Yeah. Right? Then it cuts back. Sister's there with Preacher. Preacher is the fucking devil. The preacher is presenting himself in what people would perceive to be a good person. You wouldn't see a preacher, somebody, you know, a father, somebody who, what, fucking black collar, little white square in the middle, a father. You know, yeah. the father, you know, the Catholic Church, right? Brother goes home. He sees in his mind what he thinks. He, he thinks he sees his two children, his two daughters, and his wife with their throats slit open. He's in the house. He's crying. He's grabbing what he thinks is his daughter's. There's nothing there. He's just, in all reality, there's nothing there. So then he's so fucking over-fucking-whelmed with what he's seeing, he slits his own throat open. As he's slitting his own throat open, the images disappear. The house is empty. Wife and kids walk in find him dead with his own throat slit open. He slit his own throat open. And then the devil comes back and fucking finishes the job with the daughter and the, and the, the, the dad. Fucking kills wow. the daughter. Yeah, it's a fucked up movie, dude. But dude, it is so. And what's it fuck. called again? It's called the. Um, it's called the Dark and the Wicked. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, the, there's a scene where the nurse, she's knitting, 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 and the devil gets in her mind, makes her stick the fucking the knitting needle in her fucking eye and start digging that shit in, and I was just like, oh fuck, man. Holy shit! Oh, that looks painful, man. Let me hear it. Let me hear it squish. I'm just like, oh fuck. Yeah. So, the dark and the wicked. The, the what I really like about Shutter is that dude, Jesus fucking Christ. They're they're originals. Shutter originals, dude. Jesus, bro. They are so fucking good. They are fucking good. I wouldn't think for an app that's like five, six bucks a month would be able to create originals like that. But goddamn, bro. Next fucking level for me. I'm like, holy. When I watched The Dark of the Week, and I just... They have constant movies running on a, on a, on a show. They just run them live. They run them live. Mm. So when I got to the... When I watched this, when I started watching it, it was like the middle of the movie. And I'm watching and watching and watching. I'm like, man, this seems really interesting. So I went and added it to my list, cut it off so I could watch it later. I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Holy fuck. Bro, you want to watch this? <laughs> of course you didn't, but, you know, I'm just like, fuck, dude. That shit was fucked up. That shit was fucked <laughs> up, man. I like it. All right, so my last honorable mention is gonna... I wouldn't say horror, but it makes me think Halloween. I enjoy it for mm-hmm. Halloween purposes. Uh, is Coraline? No, that's definitely that. Yeah, that's definitely. It's. I mean, it's a kids Halloween, but no, yeah. that yeah, it has a Halloween vibe to it. It's kind of like a uh, Frankenweenie. Yeah. Or yeah. you know the night the night the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that's Halloween. That it's, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas is like that's arguable. Yeah. That's Christmas slash Halloween. It's both. Yeah. It's both. I think, in my opinion, but. Um, no, Coraline definitely. Yeah. The, the I, I think out of all of the movies though, that one's a lot. That one's really creepy with the button eyes. Oh like yeah. The way yeah. the mom's eyes and just like the little X's and then just how creepy her face gets. So like mm-hmm. that one, no, that's that's a. I genuinely think that is a. It's not horror per se, but it's children's horror. Yeah. It's that, children's like horror. that for a, for an adult, you're like ah, it's kind of creepy, but 
you know, like for a kid, that might be like, holy fuck, <laughs> holy shit. You know, like if they got like a raggedy and they, oh, they probably don't make those anymore. Goddamn, I'm over here fucking being old and shit. I'm like, you know, fucking raggedy and raggedy Andy dolls. I remember my sister had those as a kid, dude. Those scared the fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, those, 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 those. Okay, not mm. Annabelle looking raggedy Ann dolls. That's, no, that's not the raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann is a whole other fucking doll. No, but that's what the actual Annabelle is. Yeah, the, the actual raggedy. Annabelle is a raggedy yeah, Annabelle. Yeah, she's a raggedy Annabelle. Yeah. yeah, but like the movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, it has a, like a porcelain. Even though the porcelain dolls scare the fuck out of me. Porcelain dolls are creepy. They're dude. fucking scary, but no, yeah, yeah. They, that's what it reminds me of, like raggedy and raggedy Annie yeah. dolls. And my sister had two of them. My mom had them hanging on the wall, oh. and they scared the shit out of me as a kid. My mom would always go tell me, like, go turn your sister's light on. I'm fucking reaching in the room like this, like... <laughs> Find the fucking light. I'm not trying to go in a fucking room. It's dark. <laughs> Click the light on. <laughs> fucking run down a little fucking hallway, man. Well, I'm trying to do that shit, dude. I was, was scared funny. of those fucking dolls, yeah. man. The Raggedy and dolls are pretty creepy. Um, <sighs> all right, so my number one, my number one movie, and you mentioned it a second ago, is Nightmare for Christmas. Okay, all right. I just enjoy the movie. No, yeah, it's a good. I love movie. musicals, so I love singing along to the movie. Okay, and I think the movie is just good in general. You just can't go wrong with that movie. And yeah. I think it's a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. It is. Very much so. Just like Die Hard. Die it's a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You're not it's fucking you're not gonna argue with me. It is a Christmas movie. Whether you want to admit it or not, that's what it is. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Do you wanna face reality? Come talk to me, I'll give you some dad advice. <laughs> Alright, so what's your number one? So my number one movie, Bree knows so my number one horror movie, and it's in my top it's in my top five movies of all time. That includes action movies, like all overall overall genres. This movie's top five. Yeah, actually, I think it might be top three. So it's a movie called Mandy. So it has Nicolas Cage, and um, I remember I went to go watch this movie with my boy Danny. So the movie started out. So like I guess it was more like a preview, but it was like a music video, uh-huh. and it's this song by a band called uh, Policia, and the song's called Why Is This Happening. But there was these images with it, and I'm sitting there watching it. And the song starts off kind of slow, somber, but then it picks up. And it gets really fucking creepy. And Bree, mm-hmm. Bree hates that part. Like it's like violins, like fucking screeching, and it's just like it's fucked up. So, anyways, the movie, the premise is. I mean, it's a Nicolas Cage movie, so it's not. I wouldn't say necessarily. It's like it's like cosmic horror. It's like cosmic horror psychological type yeah. shit. So him and his wife, they're living in the middle of the forest and this like Charles Manson wannabe motherfucker takes his whole cold and they snatch him and his wife up. Try to drug the wife and convince her to have sex with him. You see the cult leader's penis in the movie. He's just like, ah, oh, do you want this? And she starts laughing. She's like, you got a little dick. You got a little dick. You got a little penis like me. So she's laughing at him, and he's just like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" She's on acid and shit, and he's like jacking off. He's like, "Shut up! Shut up!" And she's just laughing at him. She starts screaming. Shit gets, she gets crazy, right? Then goes outside, and he's just like, "Yeah, you and your little fucking whore. You know, you think you're so fucking happy? Think you're so fucking happy? Fucking stab! They stab him. They stab Nicholas Cage. They have his fucking hands bound with barbed wire yeah. above his head, so it's like fucking all bleeding and shit." Then the next scene happens. They bring his wife out in, in a nylon sleeping sleeping bag. Yeah. They douse the fucking sleeping bag in gasoline, and they burn her alive in front of him. Wow. 
And the way, she, dude, the way the bag is moving, dude, I swear to fucking Christ, they had to have somebody in there. Like in a fire suit or something. And just like, no, like the way the body is moving around, dude, I was like, holy fuck. Crazy, crazy. And it cuts to a scene where you see her mouth like this, like through the sack, like all the shit burning around it. You see her mouth just kind of like muttering to him, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like she's burning alive. And they leave her burning alive in front of him. So they leave. He finally breaks out. Goes and grabs the, the, the rest of what's her ashes. Her skull is still intact as it like falls apart yeah. because it's been cremated. Goes in there, passes out, and then the scene where he... So this, so he goes and grabs a bottle of vodka that he had hidden in the fucking restroom. That's next level alcoholism right there. He's like, oh, I was going to have an emergency stash just in case it run out underneath the fucking towels. Pulls out a bottle of vodka. And, and he did an interview with this, I think, where the, the, the vodka, it was real alcohol. He drank more than like half a bottle of vodka in like, like a fucking minute scene. Damn. He sitting there screaming and crying and he's just... And he's just like screaming, crying, and then he does the, the, the famous Nicolas Cage scream. Like, ah, ah, ah. He goes fucking crazy. The rest of the movie is a fucking trip. Starts off slow. He winds up getting these fucking drugs. So he does cocaine first. It's basically Nicolas Cage on cocaine and this weird PCP acid type of shit. And he's on a fucking rampage, killing everything. And it's crazy, dude. It's crazy how he fucking kills everybody. But that movie, to me, is a masterpiece. There's not a lot of dialogue. And I think that's for Brie. That's, like, one of the things that really bothered her. So there's there's too much dialogue, and then there's not enough dialogue. For her, it has to be in the middle, and then it has to be funny. Mm-hmm. It has to be all these things. Well, for me, I think the art lies in the way that the movie presents itself. Yeah. How it presents itself in the way that it's telling the story. That, to me... I that's why it's in my top three. I I love Nicolas Cage. You know what I'm saying. I love him as an actor and the way he goes fucking apeshit. But in that movie, to me, that's in my opinion one of his best fucking performances. And to me, that's one of the best movies that's ever been fucking made. The fucking way that the the story unfolded, the way it told the story through certain like almost like uh, I don't know if you guys know of a, there's a comic book thing. It's called Heavy Metal. So, oh, no. yeah, heavy metal, it, it's like there's certain parts where there, there's a cartoon that's happening and it's styled, styled almost yeah. like heavy metal. And I was, it's just, it's so good. It is so fucking good. And it's a movie I recommend everybody see. It may not be your style, give it a shot. Try to watch, watch it all the way through the end. And you tell me whether or not you like it. Comment, comment in the video. Fucking email us through Spotify. Tell me as to whether or not you liked Mandy. Because that movie to me is a masterpiece. And I don't know anybody else that's on my friend Danny who's seen it with me that's agreed. Because he's the one who actually invited me to see it. Yeah. He hit me up. He's like, hey, you, me, Alamo, pitcher beer. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You got me. At, you. He was like, do you want to watch an 80s slasher synthwave horror movie? I'm like, fucking everything I love in one sentence. Beer, synthwave, and horror. Let's go. Let's go. It's not even a question. Let's go. So, fantastic movie. That's my number one horror movie recommendation. Nice. So, 
Alrighty, guys, that's our top five Halloween horror movie list. And we really appreciate y'all for sticking through with us through this lengthy and very in-depth conversation we've had. Absolutely. It was fun. I enjoyed it. If you guys are interested in some Halloween, I guess you could say inspired rum, deadhead rum. Deadhead rum. Good Good fucking choice. Really good. Really good. We enjoyed um, some cherry vanilla Coke. Yeah. good cocktail. It's really all you need. Cherry vanilla Coke and some fucking deadhead rum and you're... Yeah. You're you're pretty set. Wait. You're gold. Thing we need to find out though before we close this out, it is forty percent alcohol, eighty proof, so kind of standard. Yeah, yeah, standard across yeah. the board for most of your spirits. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, um, we had a lot of fun. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We appreciate y'all. Uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Commenting, guys, please comment. You know, give us some recommendations. What are your favorite horror movies? What do you think should have been on our list? What do you think are on your list? Do you agree? Disagree? Do you think some of our movies are shit? Do you be like, hey, Fabian, where do you want to go watch this movie you're talking about? You know, right. I'm sure he'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely. You guys just just interact in the in the uh, in the comments, and and you know we'll we'll try to interact back and you know let you guys know where <clears throat> where to find this stuff. Majority of the things that I talked about, if not all of them, are on um, Shutter. So I'm a big advocate for Shutter. Maybe one day, you know hopeful sponsor of the podcast maybe the <laughs> twitch channel but that would be super dope but yeah so yeah shutter super fucking dope and speaking of twitch guys go check out his twitch channel yes rbgs123 go check me out i'm gonna be streaming tonight and tomorrow since Bray has school and i'm off for indigenous peoples slash columbus day whatever the fuck you want to call it um so i'm gonna try to stream tonight finish up infinite warfare and start uh hopefully start and finish um, Call of Duty World War Two tomorrow, so that way I only have uh, Modern Warfare 2019, Cold War, and Vanguard to finish, which is the last three campaigns that I'm trying to finish before um, the week of the twist. Two weeks from now, no, next. Oh fuck, next week. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, I got three campaigns to finish next week. So uh, I'm gonna be definitely be doing some late night streaming and trying to get this shit done. So you guys go over, comment, fucking dude, just come chat it up with me. The stream for me, dude, like if you guys come by, stream, whatever, uh, come by and, and chat it up with me. Like, I can play games and talk to you. I'm all about it. You know, it's very interactive. It's not like this podcast or the YouTube, you know, you guys are consuming the content, but over there, I can interact, talk with you guys. If you guys want to talk some shit about the podcast, if you guys just want to holler at me in general, you find me on Twitch and on YouTube and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. RPGs123. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> Again, guys, for us, we really appreciate y'all. Um, Blue Collar Shock podcast on just about everything. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, all that. Um, share this with everybody, guys. Let them know. Be like, hey, these dumbasses are doing Halloween-themed liquors and talking about horror movies. And, and speaking of halloween theme, next week for the YouTube, we will actually be dressed up as something for Halloween. Yeah. So we definitely hope you guys will enjoy that. And um, It's going to get hot. Yeah, it's going to get hot. We're going to be know. hot. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. We hope you'll come along, guys. And again, we always appreciate y'all. And um, I guess we'll be heading out now. Yeah. Make war war loudly, make love silently. All righty, guys. See ya. Peace. I got to take a fat piss.